Friday, you bastard. WQM, it's Friday, April 6th. I'm uh, here till 1 o'clock. Then I'm getting out of here. And George is here till uh, 2 o'clock for the duration. We do have a Marlin game, though, but it's not till the pregame is until 6.30. That's the bad news. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. What, what, what happened to George? He's uh, in the other room in the engineering room. He's in the engineering room doing what? You know, hanging out with Steph. And what he kind just of came crap right. That? He came running back in here like a. Uh, kind of, oh, sorry, it was a software emergency. I just welcomed you back, and you're not even oh, in the chair. What a jackass, man! Well, I tell you, Josh did a great job this week. I know he always does. <laughs> and he was always there every time I was talking to him. I thought maybe That's we had a, a. I thought maybe we had a permanent dropout. <laughs> no, I just I needed to uh, resolve something really quickly. Resolve what? A software issue. A software issue, my ass. Probably. By the way, I'm a little bit disappointed. Now, there's about, oh, I don't know, maybe three or four people on there that have, uh, you know, the usual suspects, my close personal friends on there, and uh, who said, hey, Neil, have a great vacation and a wonderful time. We're going to miss you. Well, I'm going to be in touch with everybody anyhow because I'll probably spend, you know, hours at the Internet Cafe confabulating with all my close personal friends. Don't you think? Maybe not hours, you know, a couple of seconds. Now, when you take your uh, Blackberry over there to uh, Europia. Yes, works just fine. Well, there you go then. Well, well what, what are you asking? Oh, well, I, can well, you can, also, you I don't, can, I don't you have can to go that. to the Internet Cafe. Exactly. I can do, my, that's, that's I can do my MySpace in your face on our place. Um, that's what I'm saying. Right here on my BlackBerry. I can do that. I, I, I don't know. While you're sitting there watching the uh, people walk by. No, I don't think, although it's going to be in the 50s over there, it's not too bad. But I'm not going to be sitting outside at any of those uh, tables outside, out loud. It's just not a good idea. In the summertime, sure. Oh, there, there's, uh, on the Damrak, there's tons of very, 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 very interesting people walking by all the time. Mm. And then there's all th- <laughs> tons of really bizarre people walking by, too, like, what what that? What was that? Yeah, yeah I'm going to be really disappointed if I don't get a real big uh, bunch of messages on there saying, hey, have a wonderful, you know, because it's going to tell me that some of these people aren't, you know, aren't what they claim to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, our mutual friend Zisco, last night he wished me a wonderful trip and yada yada. That's for you, uh, Zisco. And for your good buddy Viraj, too, whatever his name. Another one of them Indian guys. Mm-mm-mm. My, my, my. But anyway, I don't want to embarrass these people. 
But uh, there's a whole bunch. Now, Goofy Eric, who keeps changing his profile picture, now he's the uh, pissed-off caveman. He hasn't said have a uh, wonderful, uh, et cetera. Yeah. I'm sure I'm it's just a matter of time. In passing. What? I'm sure it's just a matter of time. Or not. Okay, let's take a look at the poll from yesterday, besides, you know, trying to, trying to like, uh, drum up a little bit of love from the uh, crowd out there. It's South Florida. You're not going to get no love. You're just going to get ignored. You're going to get shined, you fat old faggot. That's all I know. This poll was so bad that, uh, in fact, did you look at the result from this? Probably not. No. I don't, I, maybe you can refresh my memory, but I don't think we ever had a poll where 37.8% said they hate, hate. There were five hates on there. Wow. So whoever made the poll, and it was University Dodge again where they don't do any work. <laughs> they knew that they were going to get a lot of votes on that, and they did. I would gladly work extra hours to avoid blank. And I hate, 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 hate this poll. Five of them, 471. 37.8% wins hands down your pants, not even close, out of 1,246 votes. They hated it. Man, they despised it. Yeah, I gladly work extra hours to avoid going to the dentist. Hundred and fifty-four. Spending time with my in-laws. One thirty-six. I think I think the the poll concept wasn't all that bad, but the choices sucked big time. Spending time with my in-laws. One thirty-six. Entertaining out-of-town company. One twenty-four. Going to visit out-of-town family. One hundred and ten. Going to a Marlins game. One oh seven. Don't forget about my tickets, by the way. Grab Ray Perry by the neck and say you better get those damn tickets in the mail. That old bag is going to be really pissed off. I'll see if I see him. Going to home to the wife and kids, 72. Going to a Panthers game, 62. You better go to some of those because uh, I don't think they're going to be around too long. I could be wrong about that. I think that's what they call an ill-fated franchise, the Panthers. And I'd gladly work extra hours to avoid going to my kids' Little League game, 10. That's a real crappy parent to avoid going to his kids' Little League game. That's a bad parent. What kind of a parent would work extra hours? Oh, and we had a poll while you were gone. We did the one about, you know, girls that put out on a first date. I told you about that. And yes. And also, we had one, I wish I had more time to blank. And one of the choices was work. 38 people said, I wish I had more time to work. Huh? Yeah, exactly. What, huh? what would that, their job huh? be? Like, is uh, it... I don't know. Maybe they're una, una prostituta. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe something very satisfying and gratifying. Work. And, uh, I don't know, illuminating. Yeah. I don't know. I was just shocked to beat all hell. No kidding. Wish I had more time <laughs> to work. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what, what job that would be that would be so fun. You wish you like had. Like I said. More, yeah. Una prostitute. And you missed Gwen, who came in with the food on Wednesday. Oh, she actually did come in. No. Oh. Well, what do you mean she? There is no such person. I see. I, that's what I thought we uh, understood. Yeah. And there is no Chris, just like uh, I suspected right from the very beginning. Uh, and, and you did, too. Right. See, the one thing when they start protesting a lot and they write you back, oh, geez, you know, you keep uh, questioning my existence. Yeah, because we know you're a fraud and a fake. And, uh, and you got all, all those celebrity pictures on your profile. When somebody's got nobody but celebrities, and then the dark <laughs> goddess that George is all whipped up about. When did I ever say anything about the dark goddess? I don't know. You said that you would communicate you, with her or you, something like that. Oh, okay. Isn't that what you said? And you he was always using her as the uh, justification for why he really exists. He don't exist, and uh, whatever. She's a chick in Spain. I thought in England. I don't know. Oh, there's a message right there. See that? See what I mean? This is what I like, is people that really uh, respond right away. And this is from Daniel. And Daniel says, Good morning, Neil. I'm sure you're enjoying today's. You'll be enjoying your vacation right after enduring four. No, it's not. Four painful hours of reading about and uh, dealing with morons. No, actually, it's only three hours. I'm out of here at one, Daniel. Enjoy yourself. Have a wonderful and pleasant trip from a Julio who still needs a peer. 
Isn't that sweet? I like that. I'm going to click that and approve it right on it. Thank you, Daniel. See, he responded. Where's my buddy Ricky? How come he hasn't said, hey, have a wonderful time over there across the pond and uh, do lots of perverted things and stuff like that? Come on, Ricky. It's just, you know, it's, a, it's just a question like in South Florida. Do they care enough to send their very best? That, that's the question. Do you know what I mean? What do you do mean? You think my ex- do you think my expectations from people are too high? I mean, people are working, some of them. Although it is Good Friday. Now, I know what I wanted to ask you about before the, anything The answer else. is yes, by the way. The answer is yes, what? Do you have expectations of other people? My expectations are unrealistic. Right. If you have expectations, they're unrealistic. Well, I have uh, some very good friends on there who are very, uh, you know, in touch and uh, wish me only the best, at least from a distance. See, it doesn't hurt to wish me best from a distance because I can't reach out and grab you around the neck and do, uh, you know, disgusting things to you from, uh, you know, 1,200 miles away. It's just not easy. It doesn't work out too good. Now, here's the poll today. And this one... I don't know what the deal is, because I guess because it's Good Friday. Don't let me forget to ask you about that washing the feet business that they were showing on the news. Does this have something to do with Jesus? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're asking me. You're the Catholic. I don't know what the hell that's oh, all yeah, about. Yeah, I'm a Catholic boy. And they showed, they showed the Pope was walking some, uh, washing some altar boy's foot, and he wouldn't yes. let the kid kept trying to like pull the foot away, and he wouldn't let go. Jesus t- <laughs> Jesus the, told the ugly his... kids. The ugly kids. He gave like a little quick schmear and like yeah, that, yeah. You know, but the, this uh, I, I didn't see the face. Did but he uh, really cute? Did he suck on his toes? Oh, I got a great line for that. Because <laughs> that's the no, uh, no, 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 no. You don't know no. if they're clean without the taste. Rob test, you says know. wanted you to have an awesome vacation, have a good time, and we'll miss you while you're gone. Thank you, Rob. See, that's that's my buddies out there. See, see the way they come through. You're so you're so negatory, and right and rightfully so, by the way. Because when you got 1,309 friends, right. and so far, like four or five of them, have, you know, I would say about a half a dozen. I'm I mean, a... what difference does it make if they wish me a happy vacation? I None. mean, it just shows to me that they care. It's not going to make for a better time. It's going to put me in a better frame of mind, which they don't want. They sure don't want that now. Maybe at 12.50 they'll do that, you know. But certainly not when I'm sitting here ready to do three hours of caustic ripping and uh, whatever, puking and whatever I'm going to be doing. Huh? Like that. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of caustic ripping and puking, wait till you the schedule today. We got Mad Dog at the Masters in Augusta again between two and four. Nothing wrong with that. It's All right. even though it's golf, of course. Oh my God! Then wait till you hear this. Four till five. It says on the schedule here the Power Hour with Joe Zagaki and the Marlins Roundtable. Joe Zagaki sucks. Okay. Huh? Yeah. I have no idea what that means. The Marlins Round Table has to be confused with the Square Table, which I guess they took out of the building after they Schmidt canned that from the Kenny and Bo uh, Disaster Morning Show. And, and where was Kenny again this morning, Chris? He's still at that uh, whatever it's called uh, place. Jesus. And then if that schedule doesn't really put you into a coma, Joe Zagaki all by himself at five o'clock till six thirty at Dolphin Stadium. At what, what we all call Joe Robbie Stadium. And, of course, they can stick that Dolphin Stadium where the moon don't shine. Marlins on deck at 6.30. Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. The home opener, 7.05. All right. Panther preview, meanwhile, will be farmed out to 13.60 WKAT. And the Panthers and Lightning, a meaningless game for the Panthers at uh, 7.30. Followed by game night with Eddie K. At Gate H. He's also going to be out there at the ballpark. Aren't you going to be out there for opening a day, opening home game? You're talking to Chris, right? No, I'm talking to you. Don't forget, I'm serious. Make sure that, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his uh, name? Well, what's Ray his name? Perry. Ray Perry. Why do I have a mental block? He's not, he's not a bad guy. He's always very friendly to me when I'm there and always comes in and shakes my hand and says, who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's okay. <laughs> hey, he's old, man, like me. He's old. He's got old-timer's disease. That's the problem. Now, did I do, oh, I didn't do the poll yet. After the break, I'll give you the rundown, and I sure hope we get to 1,000 by 1 o'clock. 
We got 624. I think there's slim chance on that. Wouldn't you? Right. Oh, and here's here's one from uh, Heel. <laughs> Heel writes to Neil. I don't even know who that is. It says, why does the show sound so much better when Josh is in the studio? The content is fun, and when George is there, it seems to be dry. <laughs> now, let me take a look and see who. Oh, well, during the break, I'll do it. He says, you ought to heal. Hey, Chris, get the leash out for George, and let's see if he'll heal during the break. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. Portholes are strange. They're never happy. Never get paid and stay home all alone. Women are scary to sport baggy homos. Girls smell like fish when you lick under their arms. They're afraid to ask a girl out for a day. Manly fish. Worshipping men who play games, contact games, but they're strange, so they say. Portholes are strange, armored for morons, with posters of athletes adorning their walls. Monotone head, dysfunctional retires, pleasure themselves to men who play with balls. They like screaming. Big sweating men that taint very straight. Huh? Talking about men all day. Now that's gay. Yeah, that's gay. Very gay. Oh, speaking of that, this British sailor that they've had on here for hours, he was, uh, was he one of the ones? Yeah, he was uh, interrogated, and I bet they did some other things. They poked and probed. Because he actually is a pretty good looking guy until he opens up his mouth and you can see he's British. Has he got the bad teeth or what? I don't know, don't they? They're watching on CNN. They got him on there saying he's a pretty human-looking guy for a Brit. Could do a little work on the eyebrows, though, sweetheart. Anyway, Jonathan B. says, you've earned it, big guy. Well, I'm always worried about big guy. That sounds so... Yay. Sorry, Jonathan B. He says, especially working at that place, if you find any common sense over there, please bring some back. We need all the help we can get. Thank you, Jonathan. That's really sweet. And uh, Crazy Eric also sent along another uh, posting. <laughs> See, you never. I'm sure you probably never go on this page, do you? No. Oh. <laughs> well, there's some interesting postings on there. I'm sure there are. There's one with George Bush's uh, dancing and prancing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You remember George Bush? Who? Well, the guy who thought he used to be the president. At any rate, I'll read all of those as they come. Uh, so anyway, let's go back to the thing about washing the feet. Now, you kind of tap danced. Oh, I didn't that. mean to. You cut me off. You don't really know. I mean, you don't really care. I do want to, Of course I want to know. All right, here it is. Jesus washed the disciples' feet to uh, symbolize what they should be doing with their followers, that they should serve oh, their followers. And since foot washing was, uh, while it was customary, it was considered a very menial thing. You know, you've got you to gotta squat down and uh, get oh. on your hands and knees in front of somebody who's sitting down and wash their feet. He thought that it would be an appropriate symbol for the gesture, uh, whatever, that this <clears> is what <throat> they should be doing with their followers. And so... Yes. The disciples and anyone else who uh, pretends to be a clergyman has to uh, symbolically do that in the cat-licking church. I thought it was kind of strange that when the Pope was washing that one kid's foot and he wouldn't let go, and he, he said to him, Do you like it? I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe the kid was ticklish. <laughs> he said he tickled his fancy, I know that. Uh-huh, well, his fancy what? I was ranting about this during the week, the things that people do. I mean, with Pesach and Easter, a couple of holidays that involve all, all sorts of really silly crap, you know? Well, speaking of that... Jewish mezuzah is okay at Lauderdale Condo. A very important story in the Herald. 
Florida Attorney General Bill McCollum gave a for I bet you these people are calling in to wish me a happy vacation. QAM, hello. Yeah, hi. I was calling to talk to Neil. Speaking. Oh, hey, how you doing? This is Micah from your MySpace. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, I'm a big fan of Brady Quinn as well. I see you have a, a picture of him on your site. We have several pictures, yeah, almost naked, right. <laughs> I, I tell you, I, uh, we definitely, definitely need to have him come down to South Florida. He's a good-looking yeah. kid. He's he a come down to my house. He could, he could live with me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, 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 I have a man, my wife has accused me, I have a man crush on Brady Quinn. The well, guy, who, the guy. <laughs> who wouldn't? The guy looks like Tom Cruise, except uh, built like a gladiator. <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks for talking to me, Neil. Uh, I'm on your Thanks for talking to me, Mike, and have a great time while I'm on vacation. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> See how I turned that around? I thought that was really sweet of me. Anyway, getting back to this, Florida Attorney General Bill McCollum gave a Fort Lauderdale Condo Association until 5 p.m. yesterday to change a policy that prohibited display of a Jewish symbol outside the door of a unit. Boy, talk about anti-semantic. Bill McCollum. Sounds like the Goyam are running the world to me. Earlier this year, the Port Condo Association told tenant Lori Richter to remove the mezuzah she had attached to her door frame. Well, Chubman and Dreard, baby. The association told her that she was in violation of its policy that forbids residents from placing anything on the exterior of common property. They have that in my building here, too, which I, I like that because they don't put all the wreaths on the door and they don't put all the uh, goblins at Halloween. It, it's just, you know. But Richter, a 28-year-old attorney, argued that she, wow, she's an attorney, argued she should have a right to have a mezuzah, especially since other residents had displayed Christmas wreaths. See? <laughs> there you go. Selective enforcement is what it is. Damn Bill McCollum. Chobahim and Dreher, too. Pretty crowded down there in hell. It was shocking to me, said Richter, who grew up in Hollywood, considered herself a reform and observant Jew. That, to me, sounds like an oxymoron, reform and observant Jew. I don't... Uh, I don't understand. Clearly, it was selective enforcement to allow one, one class of people to act in a certain way, but prohibit others acting in the same fashion, she said. You go, Lori. Give those going what for, honey. And then it goes on to explain, Jews attach mezuzahs, small cases containing prayers written on a scroll, to the doorpost of a room, building, or home. The word in Hebrew is for, uh, is Hebrew for doorpost. I never knew that before. Mezuzah means doorpost. How do you like that? I had no idea. Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the doorpost overnight? Remember that by Lonnie Donegan. Yeah, I want to hear it. Visitors will often... Have you got... Does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost overnight? If you've got that, that would I'll be... I'll check it out. Wow. Lonnie Donegan. Medley of his smash. Horrible song. It was a novelty record. Back in the day, they actually had novelty records. Now, most of the hip-hop crap is novelty stuff because it's not real music. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Who is? It could start any time now, that'd be good. Oh, Rock out. And it's a I'll live say. performance, which I hate all of those. Wow. Anyway, mezuzah is Hebrew for doorpost. Visitors will often touch the mezuzah, then kiss their hand as a blessing. Oh, fair. Can you imagine the germs on the doorpost? Oh, brother. 
Mezuzah design can be very basic or quite intricate and artistic, using colorful glass, plastic, metals, other materials. After nationwide publicity and communication with Richter's lawyer, the Condo Association board gave up its fight and sent a letter to the owner of Richter's unit stating she could display her mezuzah. Go ahead and put it on there, you Jew bastards, what they said, or bitch, in the, whatever case. Give it to him, Lori. However, that didn't go far enough for the Attorney General, a professional goy if there ever was one. I hope that the I hope the Easter Bunny drops a gigantic uh, bunch of them Easter uh, things on his head. I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not eggs either. They're too small to be Easter eggs. We represent the public interest, which includes the right of all Jewish residents there now or in the future to display mezuzahs in accordance with their religion, wrote Allison Bethel, director of civil rights for the Attorney General, March 29, letter of the association. A resolution that allows only Ms. Richter to display her mezuzah does not satisfy the public interest. In a previous letter, Bethel told the association must post a notice advising that mezuzahs can be displayed and to withdraw any fines or violations against Richter. A letter from the association sent to Bethel Monday states the display of a mezuzah was never a problem. It was how she went about it. Residents can display a mezuzah, but they need to follow a procedure to get approval. They have to go to a higher authority. They have to eat a whole Hebrew national salami. Prior to all the media hype and attention Ms. Richter brought to the port condominium, she was told that all she needed to do to display the mezuzah was follow the condo documents, letter says. says she was well aware of how to get approval. Attorney General Spokeswoman Sandy Cope said the association has complied by allowing mezuzahs. However, Bethel will review later this week if the association has fully complied with the Attorney General's requests. Richter moved into the condo December 1 and affixed the beige and green mezuzah the next day. A manager told her in January that the association wanted her to remove it. Get that mezuzah off there, you Jew crazy bitch. Henry Fostler, who had previously represented the association in this dispute, couldn't be immediately reached by the Herald. For comment. Well, how do you like that? Reed's okay for Goyim. Mezuzah's is not okay for certain Jews. Huh? What'd you think of that? I haven't even done the poll for today yet. And we still gotta I still gotta wash my feet again. It's Friday, you bastards. I know this show is gonna shock a lot of people. Nicole Kidman and Julia Roberts. <laughs> the hidden lives of gay wives. So you're gay? Yes. Yeah. Both gay. Yes. Living two lives. Married to a man and in love with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Nikki, so how did coming out change your life? Um, I went into this state of calmness and that's when I realized that my conscience was clear. Their wedding made headlines around the world. Nicole Kidman married country star Keith Urban. Yeah! And then she fell in love with a woman. <laughs> did he kick you out? Yeah. Really? Big emotions. Okay. Big emotions. Okay. How long had you known you were gay? So much of my life. Always know. Uh-huh. You truly like having a girlfriend. I do. What would you say to her? You're one of the softest people inside that I know. I'm going to start crying. And she's kind. She's a kind girl. I love my mommy. <laughs> yeah, I, I just would say to anybody, whatever secret you're holding, live your own truth. I had a lesbian affair with a woman that lasted nearly three years. Hot animal lust. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very exciting. Who cares? Anyway, let's take a look at today's poll before we move on. And uh, let's see, Danger Kitty. She said, "Have a great vacation." Do you know who that is? All right, no. Well, maybe you probably want to. And then uh, Rob sent me. Uh, there's some stuff coming in. Not, not what you would expect when you have 1,309 friends that really embrace you and love you and care about you and pretend you know. But anyway, <laughs> like you said, have very low expectations and they'll never right. let you down. That's South Florida. I mean, people are working now. They're out in their cars. They're driving. They're at work. They got a, a life. Do you believe that? I have no, no life. Not really. Eight. Uh, what do you got? Six eighty. Boy, I don't think we're going to get to no thousand by the time I leave at one o'clock. Six eighty. 
the first thing, and how come, and this is so easy, I mean, you know, everybody and their brother should be voting on that. Maybe that's all we got listening. The first thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their blank face. That's my answer. 215. What would be your answer? Face. Okay. Chris? Face or eyes. Face 215. Breasts 136. Oh, especially if it's a guy. I notice that right away. Jesus, man. Man boobs. But 90. In other words, rectum. Eyes, 70. They're for Chris. I, 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 eyes. Smile. Smile has got... About 30, man. I hate this pool. Only 28. 3.26. 3.8%. A big improvement over yesterday when they despised the pool. Legs, 22. Hair, 22. Bulge, 13. See, we had different words for that. One guy called and said he wanted to put uh, a uh-huh. package. Uh-huh. And then I said, the basket, a tisket, a tasket. Take a look at that basket. But I think bulge, uh, you know, so we got 13 people who say that, which means that maybe a couple of ladies or maybe Yay. guys. Who yeah. knows? And, of course, that's strictly, like I said yesterday, I'm sure George would hasten to agree with this. Guys who wear jeans that are so tight that you actually can possibly notice anything, they're always gay. Straight guys don't do that. No. Not anymore, anyway. Maybe in the 70s. Really? Well, they were all tight in the 70s and 80s. Let's turn the clock back. The what? Balls 13. I knew you'd do that. Teeth 11. Hips 9. Feet 9. Oh, George is a big foot guy. Yeah, that's right. Feet 10. Just got another one. Clothes 10. I tried to explain that to you. Hips 9, shoes 4, abs 4, hands 3, height 2. George was very big on that about the height because he's short. He's about 3 feet tall. Right. Just a little guy. Women would rather date a tall axe murderer than a, than a decent short guy. How about a, a short axe murderer guy? No chance. Shoulders 2, arms 2, and jewelry 1. If you're on South Beach and you see those people with all that, just tons and tons of jewelry on there, then you know what you're dealing with. Now, there's, there's nothing really coming in here on that MySpace thing for all these friends I have out there saying, Gene, you'll have a wonderful vacation. We're going to we'll, you know, we'll put up with George for a few days, but, boy, we're going to miss your old nasty ass. You know, I mean, something. Anyway, Rob writes this. This is amusing. This, this is what you get. He says, hey, Neil, hope all is well. Not sure who did the Godfather picture, but it's great and works perfectly. Earlier this week, you did a full four-hour show with Josh. was really entertaining. Great stuff. <laughs> Boy, they're sure ripping you in. See, you get the same thing from them. Not boy, we're sure glad to hear George back today or like that. Whatever. Nasty, nasty stuff. Nasty. Says uh, Rob says, once upon a time, you're so... Man, wait till you get to this. Once upon a time, you were so kind as to give me a set of Marlin tickets for weekend series. I'm not even sure if you still get them. And I realize that Miguel is the primary beneficiary. No, he's not. That's only because he steals them. But I would really love some if you have any. Yeah, I'll get right on that for him. I'm kind of lucky in the fact that my girlfriend, see my page, who also, she happens to be a 5'11 Venezuelan bombshell, also likes baseball, so we go together. She likes ball. Sorry to be a freeloader, Rob says, but I'm poor. He doesn't say anything about have a great vacation and we're going to mm-hmm. miss you and have a great time and be safe and be well and yada yada. No, he didn't say that at all. He says he wants some Marlin tickets. Right, what a prince. He says, you know, I've been obsessed with your show for some time now. Before you made it easy to download shows from the Internet, circa 2000, I researched and found a way to capture the stream, if I can use that statement. Oh, I know a way to capture the stream, Rob. Thusly, I have a bunch of old shows that I really treasure. I don't listen to them too often anymore, but when the mood strikes me, it's cool. One of the ones I have is from the first Urban Music Festival on South Beach on Memorial Day weekend, a classic. Anyway, talk to you soon, says Rob. 
I'm assuming he means if I have any Marlin tickets for him. Right. I, I just, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Well, I, know, I know what to say about the request for the Marlin tickets. No. No, I, I don't even have them. I mean, I'm supposed to have them. Now, did you go get Ray Perry yet or what? Did you no, I, no I have not. And say, how come the old man don't have his damn Marlin tickets? The the home opener is tonight. It's a damn good thing uh, we're going to uh, Europe. Because otherwise, if somebody I know wanted to go to that game tonight, uh, he'd be SOL or have to go buy his own ticket. That, that's a pretty sad commentary, Ray Perry. It's pretty scary, Ray, whatever your name is. No wonder I have a thing about forgetting his name. And look at the response on the phone here, too. I would say it's about the same. I did have Mike call in there to wish me a happy vacation. That was nice. But, you see, if you want nice, you're dealing in the wrong market, okay? And I'm looking to see if there's any more exciting messages either. There's, there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. It's as slow as molasses, man. That's bad. Well, you shouldn't be trolling for people uh, being nice to you. <laughs> that's not what we want anyway. We don't want nice. We want hate. Ah, like on the poll yesterday. That, that's what they really want. I think that's what we ought to give them is hate. In fact, everybody, I think if we want to get like 50,000 people on MySpace, but every time I get somebody on there, I'm going to write them, I hate you like poison. They'll say, all right. All right. I think that's what they want. Because it goes with the territory. You know, I mean, there are places where there are people who are nice, like here. They're nice and friendly and, I mean, not, not sickening nice, like, uh, you know, like uh, slobbering all over you, damn it. But uh, they're, they're nice. But then there's South Florida, man, where they just, they won't go the extra two yards. No, there's, there's nothing happening. WQA on Nice Line, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, long-time listener here, and it's been a long time since I called, but you have a... Uh... Thing with this Motown. I mean, you keep playing it all the time, and I know where you're from in Rochester. Yeah. Okay? Do you remember Wilmer and the Dukes? No. Do you remember? You never saw that band? Never huh? heard of it. Because you're about a year older than Never you. heard of it, sir. Wow. Okay. Anyhow, have a good vacation. On okay, Motown. thanks, pal. We don't talk to old people, just me. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Pretty sad when you come right down to it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, only people hiding in the closets come back from vacation on Friday. See, there you go, another shot. Yeah, that made sense. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hello. How's your feet? You want them? They stink. I think I'll wash them for you. <laughs> yeah, you want to wash them? You want to lick my, he wants to suck my toes. What do we got? We got six ninety nine. I click that one more time. We'll get to seven hundred. I'm not even going to ask Chris what he thinks about the possibility of getting to a thousand. Seven oh two, as a matter of fact. Well, I guess we could do it, but not by one. I'll put it in your hands. And of course, what kind of a guy comes back from vacation on a Friday? Gay. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, it's all. It's always comes out. It's basically the same message, but it's just it, you know they try to couch it in different terms. Which at least they they mix it up a little bit. Absolutely. Congress is sending the White House a subpoena. Bush is wishing he played a little cleaner. Better get a lawyer for your crimes and misdemeanors. Here's your subpoena. Congress is sending the White House a subpoena. Bush is wishing he played a little cleaner. Better get a lawyer
This Costa sends me a message here. Just popped up right now. In fact, I got three of them for you. How do you like that? I, I'm expecting at least a thousand by one o'clock. Right. I'm going to be really hurt. It's going to hurt my feelings. Do you believe it? Nope. No. Costa says, "I hope you have a great time in Europe. Smoke a fatty for me. Shame on you, Costa. And come back soon. Midday sucks without you." Well, isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. And Costa has a picture of his little kid here on his uh, profile. Costa is 21 and he's got a little kid. Isn't that great? Okay, yeah. I guess you don't care. No? Well, you'll care about this, though. Uh, this is from Tolia, which is uh, Florida Gators uh, people. You know, it's one of those collective kind of, whoever he is. He's got a Gators thing. It says, have a great vacation, Neil. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Ha, ha, ha. All right. You're the best. And then it says, by the way, for the record, the show is not better when Josh is there. Welcome back, George. How do you like oh, that? Oh, that's sweet. And he spelled your name correctly with a J. Whoa. He said, whoa, J. Jump back. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. He said, whoa, Jay. Yo, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and Michaela, is that how you would pronounce her name? M-I-C-H-E-L-L-A, Michaela? Okay. It says, have a wonderful vacation, you'll, you'll be missed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a big deal. It's just a little hook. It's, you know, to give you an idea, since most of you have got nothing to say anyway. I have no you know, It's something to uh, hang your hat on. And we'll put a little feather in your hat when we get done, if you, you know, care enough to send a little message. Or even a phone call would be nice. They just don't care that much. You'll see. QAM, hello. Neil, good morning. Have a great vacation while you're gone. We are going to miss you. George will do a... Okay, thank you. An unsuspecting strip club owner fires a dancer when he finds out she's been violating his rules against prostitution. Oh, no. The dancer then goes to police, confesses, automatically receives immunity, and later gets a third of the proceeds after the club is seized and sold, and the owner convicted of abetting prostitution. That's the scenario criminal defense lawyer Luke Tiroux of Tampa told the House Policy and Budget Council could result from a bill the panel later approved 16 to 11. Some lawyer legislators joined Leroux in arguing the measure would violate defendants' constitutional rights to confront their accusers, due process, free speech, and equal protection. I remember when we had those rights. That was B.B., before Bush. Associations representing Florida sheriffs and police chiefs oppose it for other reasons. The, this bill treats our Constitution like an advisory opinion, said Representative Jack Seller, a Democratic lawyer from Wilton Manors. From Wilton Manors. You fairy! This bill gives incentives to commit a crime and then immunity from that crime. The bill's sponsor, Representative Dorothy Hukill, Republican of Port Orange, is also a lawyer and disputed those arguments. She's a lawyer. She's from Port Orange. Under the bill, owners and operators of adult entertainment businesses that are used to advertise, facilitate, solicit, promote, or arrange for prostitution and related crimes could be convicted of a third-degree felony if they knew or should have known what was going on. The maximum penalty is five years in prison. Hugh Kimmel acknowledged most such businesses have free speech protection, but added they're not protected by the First Amendment when they're engaging in criminal activity. Those hardened criminals. Supporters said the legislation would also give fearful victims of human trafficking who often are forced into prostitution protection and an incentive to report and testify against their abusers. They're torture victims, said Kathy Paris, executive director of the Women in Need Network and Ocala-based advocacy and training company. They've been beaten. They've been raped. The bill would offer prostitutes automatic immunity if they voluntarily go to police with information about prostitution or related crimes linked to adult entertainment establishments. They also can get a third of the proceeds from property seized as a result. Law enforcement agencies will get another third, while the final third will go to the state attorney's office that prosecutes the case. It will go to their orifice. 
Law enforcement agencies usually keep all the money and other kinds of forfeiture cases and use it for such purposes as investigations, school resource officers, and drug abuse prevention. See, this is the kind of crap, this is the kind of garbage that America wastes its time and your tax dollars on. House Speaker Marco Rubio, Republican of West Miami, supports legislation that would accomplish one of his 100 ideas taken from Florida voters and on the basis of his two-year agenda for the chamber. The issue here is human life, Representative David Rivera, Republican of Miami, said in debate. If you want to vote to protect the victims of the pimps and the victims of their crimes, then you should vote for this bill, which makes it even tougher out there for a pimp. Pimp my ass, man. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> no. <laughs> On second thought, bad idea. Any takers? No, I hope not. <laughs> uh, you, you have no idea how fast I can run. Now... Horse hey, or a way on words, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see who's checking in now on here. See, see, I think with all all the negatory attitudes that a lot of people have toward all this MySpace, and a lot of it is garbage, like your friend Chris and the Gwen and the meal that never showed up and never was going to show up. Here's Glenna, and Glenna's got a comment she's posting here. It's got. <laughs> is that a dead cat on the side of the road? Oh, it's the Easter Bunny. When oh, Glenna, that's bad. I had to look. First, I thought it was a dead cat, because I think Zisco sent one a few days ago. It had a dead cat with a cardboard sign that said, free cat. But this one is the Easter Bunny, all smashed over on the side, and his basket, if I can use that term again, the basket is like uh, with all the eggs are strewn all over the road. Oh, somebody killed a poor little Easter Bunny. Isn't that bad? Nope. Jay says... Well, it's nice to hear George back on the air. Josh was good this week. How about just having Josh pop in from time to time for old time's sake? I think Jay's got a thing for Josh. Josh has got a lot of admirers out there. The only problem is most of them are guys. Yeah. Well, that's what you get. You know, you can't pick and choose when you're a good-looking guy like Josh is. Even Brandon's got a thing for Josh. And the two of them yeah. were going at it big time yesterday. What's they were the arguing thing? back and forth with uh, about stuff, you know, about music and crap. Uh, by the way, something, the stream plays clips from the morning show during the breaks. I assume they're trying to promote that show, but there's no way that's Kenny and Bo's best material. Well, I haven't heard that yet. The clip that has like 30 people laughing at nothing while the Grim Reaper is blathering uh, or some crap. They play it every break. Testing my loyalty, says Jay. Have fun. Thank you, Jay. Jay's a good guy. Well, I hope he passes the test. Who does? Jay. What, what test is that? The, they said they're testing his loyalties. <laughs> oh, man, you're bad. You're bad. They, they like Josh. Josh does a good job. Josh is there. great. I like Josh. I'm not insulted that people like no, Josh. No, you're insulting Chris is what you're doing. Well, that's too bad. Wow. He might actually get up out of that chair if you don't watch it. I doubt it, though. Oh, he's fat. I can move faster than him. Yeah, I'm sure of that. QAM, hello. New York Sun says Cheney for president in 2008. Oh, my God. How do you like that? Can you believe that? Mm -hmm. Could Dick Cheney follow in the footsteps of the last two-term Republican vice president? At least one major New York City newspaper thinks so. Among unannounced potential 2008 presidential candidates, the one who would bring the most to the race is Vice President Cheney, writes New York City's daily newspaper The Sun in an editorial. I mean, why the hell not? He's already been running the country for the last uh, six years, so why the hell not? In addition to having a defender on the campaign trail, says the son, Cheney offers attractive qualities as a candidate. <laughs> like that. He has foreign policy experience by virtue of having served as defense secretary. He has economic policy experience in having stolen all that money for Halliburton, having served as leading tax cutter while a member of the House of Representatives. 
The paper goes on to claim that Cheney's wife, Lynn, would be an asset to his campaign, and she'd be an ass something. I think they left uh, part of the word off there, the whole word. And then she'd make one of the greatest first ladies in history. Oh, my God. The vice president's stature would put him instantly into the first rank of contenders on the Republican side, continues the editorial. And were Cheney in the 2008 race already, it's hard to imagine the president's approval ratings would not be five or ten points higher. According to the most recent CBS News New York Times poll, Cheney's favorability rating <laughs> stands at 18%, while Bush's stands at about 30, man. 30%. Wow. On its message board, the editorial drew a mixed response from I totally agree to this is insane from Amen to Last Throws. One poster asks, was the sun taken over by the onion? In other words, this be a joke or what? New York Sun. I don't even know what kind of a... It must be some kind of... Probably makes the, the post look liberal by comparison. Some right-wing bunch of lunatics. Although, excuse me for my redundancy there. So let's go wash our feet now in honor of Il Papa, okay? Especially if you're a cute young guy. You're like a, Maybe you were once an altar boy. He'll, he'll grab a hold of that thing and won't let go in your foot, too, as a matter of fact. Let's take a look at that poll result. We got seven, I bet it's 736 is what we got. And I'm right, because I'm looking at it. 736. Well, and Eric came up with something. <coughs> you might be interested in, but I doubt it. Well, you know, when you, you check, when you reload the poll. Okay. Then you're on our, our uh, page. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you hit view current, it refreshes immediately instead of having to go much faster. Really? Remember that uh, the other day? Was that yesterday, Chris? Oh, check that, that out. Is. Yeah. Just like Just that. View current. Immediately. So like on those days when we're like trying to get to a certain number and like mm-hmm. going right down to the wire, and they keep us hanging right on the edge of excitement, and it's uh, just hit view current, and bing, bada bing. That might save us 10, 20 seconds. Like I said, it's not a good idea. We want to kill all the time we can. 738 on the pool. The first thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their face, 236. See, with me, well, I said it yesterday, you know, faces are where it's at. And if, you know, somebody doesn't have like uh, the greatest Brady Quinn kind of body, well, that's where it goes. Nobody's perfect, even me. Breast 151, butt, uh-oh, butt. Rectum. 95 for the butt. Eyes 73, smile 32. Their smile. I hate this poll 28, 3.7%. Their hair 23, if they have any. Their legs 22, if they have any. Their bulge 14, if they have one. Their teeth 12. Their feet 12. Oh, I bet you the Pope voted on here 12 times. Wash those tootsies, baby, because otherwise Jesus is going to be really P.O.'d, and then the Easter Bunny is going to get smacked and, smacked and splattered all over the side of the road, and those eggs are going to go flying. Wow. That's bad when you drop your basket on the road and your eggs get splattered. Clothes, 10. Hips, 9. Shoes, 5. Height, 4. Abs, 4. Hands, 3. Oh, what nice, gentle hands. Shoulders, 2. Arms, 2. And jewelry, Solamente uno, obviously somebody on South Beach. The Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Back to Kenny and Bo. Filling in for the suicidal Kenny. It's JJ on Retard Radio. 560 QA. What's with the baby talk, dude? What? Look, no baby talk here. Me professional radio personality of vehicle. 
And the wubber the wubber wubber the wubber the wubber do. Wubber the wubber the wubber the wubber do. How'd you get here today? In a vehicle. Wubber do wubber do wubber do. In a vehicle. In a vehicle. Yeah 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 yeah. In a wubber. In a wubber do. A wubber do wubber do. I got a vehicle. Great show, sister. You can go home now. Oh man, come on, dude. We're like in the middle of a show here. It's ten thirty. You've been off the air for a half hour. Oh. Oh, sorry. Not cute. That was great. Ed says he's been listening since '91, since uh, he was listening to Johnny Darks and A Hole over and over again on the radio. And have a great vacation. Thank you, Ed, and that tweet. And then Jose and Hialeah is not so sweet. Maybe he likes his coffee sweet. He sends me one of these things uh, where he's supposed to click the thing for a free uh, cup of coffee at Starbucks. All uh, you people out there, huh? I'm, I was groaning. Sorry, it was, slipped yeah. out. This is what you get. We got the one guy, Rob, who wants my Marlin tickets, which I don't even have them yet. And then we got uh, Jose and Hialeah, who wants uh, me to, who wants to uh, pedal free Starbucks stuff and whatever the hell he's peddling. I'm going to tell you that's something I'm going to do while I'm on vacation when I got you know some spare time. Which you know, even though you know having fun on vacation, but you always find a little bit of time at the internet cafe. I'm going to go scouring through that thing. And all you people that want to use our site or, or anybody's site it ought to be deleted immediately, if not sooner. Don't you think? Yes. I mean, unless I give them prior approval. If somebody asks and says, "Could I do this or put that on there?" Sure, no problem. But just to go on there and whore our website just so that they can put, you know, oh, well, I'm going to give me a free iPod. I'm going to, yeah, take your iPod and stick it. Rectum. Okay. And take your Starbucks, Jose, and uh, can you see? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, got a comment, a uh, question, and a request. Uh, yes, sir. The, the comment, uh, I think Bo's gone over the edge. He played in two Super Bowls, and this morning he said the Masters was the greatest Sports event he's ever had the pleasure. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. So that's the uh, question. Cafeteria Santa Maria. Is that a Boca Brian bit? Jim no. Schuyler. It's Jim Schuyler. Crazy Jim Schuyler. Okay. Um, all right. My shameless request. Uh, it has a Michael Pudney in it and an A hole at the end, so you might have to hit it on the fly. But you're God, so you can. It's uh, what Christians do for fun. Oh, okay, pal. You got it. Have a great uh, whatever you're great. celebrating. And pick up the Easter Bunny off the road. Happy vacation. Thanks. Now, what is that called? What do Christians... Uh... Christian fun. Is it really? Yeah. And this guy, even he even knows the things that have got to be bleeped in it. How do you like Those that? Those are the guys we like. Those are the people that really have uh, some clue. Mm-hmm. Loyalism. Unlike Jose great that wants to pedal Starbucks are free. Click on this. Yeah, click on that. Correct, Jose. Go the away, Jose. Time. What? Nothing. Uh, go away, Jose. Right. I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Read the Bible in the corner while fondling their nuts. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christians do for fun. Poster white and tasty from the fast food Inhaling vats of macaroni and cheese Buttholes in the bitch eat just in case they reproduce That's just about all they're allowed to do I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know Absolutely I'd love to know, I'd love to know, I'd love to know They 
polish up the fish on the tailgate of their truck. Whoa, I'd love to know, I'd love to know what Christian super fun. Sit and stand and eat and sit back down again and chew. And wash it all down with a 12-pack of brew. Live a life aboard of up to heaven you'll go. God only smiles upon for it. What word did you say? Oh, it's pre pre censored. I like that. That's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good. That was a good choice, sir. Thank you so much because that was obviously from the post Joyce era, and he had to do it over again. I like those when he puts his own bleeps in there, as opposed to just. Yeah, one of those or something. 757 on the pool, and jewelry's in last place with one. I mean, what, what is, you know, you look at somebody's jewelry? Shallow whores look at jewelry. I see. And it's that's the only thing they consider. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Is George the Crypt Keeper the Lord of the Board in today? Yeah, the, the mm. Lord of the Board. That's mm. the one. Hey, Neil, you ever had a, uh, a poll on what group of people have the worst body odor? Yes. WQAM, hello. Oh, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Yeah, on Wednesday night, CNN did a segment on a $27 million museum opening up on Memorial Day that has dinosaurs living in the Garden of Eden. Andrew Cooper did the story. Did you hear about this show? No. These museums are opening up all over the country. They had this woman from the Family Association you're always talking about. They kept Anderson on asking Cooper, her, dinosaurs yeah. lived in the Garden of Eden, and she, she just refused to answer the question. It's the dumbest things Christians believe. These museums are all over the country. Oh, and put noses on your poll. I know George hates big noses. Okay, oh, yeah. thanks. That's very important. Okay, That's why I voted for face, but yeah, it all noses comes down to noses. the nose. Let's get the noses on there. And uh, Crazy Eric uh, has a thing. Have a great vacation. Uh, or a gay vacation. Oh. Is what it says. I have no doubt. I'm not really sure. Is that Richie Simmons that's uh, hanging from a helicopter there from a chopper? Have a gay vacation. Looks like Richie Simmons hanging by a rope. You know, I, I'd like to see Richie Simmons hanging by a rope. I'd pay to watch that. And George tells me that I have to see the uh, South Park from last night, which Best I forgot all about. It. As, as, especially since you were just asking about the Easter Bunny, what's the significance of that? That's what it's right. all about. I'll be damned. And that William Donahue with Oh, my feet. God. Ah! Wear a He's diaper. another one. Wear an He's astronaut like, uh, strength diaper. WQAM, hello. Yes, Neil taking calls afternoon? Yes, I'll he ask is. Him. All right. Oh, uh, no, I'm actually a uh, long-time want... listener. I've been listening for about 10 years. I just had a call. You want to so. speak to him? You're speaking to him right now. Oh, sorry. Just made an ass of myself. Listen, uh, on that poll, if you want to get the, uh, the the Spanish uh, demographics weighing in on this, uh, we don't care about an ugly face as long as they got a big ass. Ass. Yeah. The ass is very important. Okay, thanks, Pally. All right. See you. I'm pretty sure we have ass on there, though, already, sir. In fact, the we butt. Have butt. Butt. Well, you know, it could be ass, but Rectum. it's 100. In fact, it's in third place right now. Yeah, we know that about, uh, that's why J-Lo actually made more than $5 in her lifetime mm-hmm. because of that big, because other than that, she's got no talent, she don't look good, she can't act, she can't sing, she can't dance, right. but other than that, she's got a big, Rack-em. and as a result, she's very popular she looking. She looks um, way better going than coming. WQAM, hello. Neil, did you see the Chinese guy, they knocked off the building with the water cannon? Yeah, about 400 times, yeah. Well, why are they using that thing? Because they, they want to knock them off the edge of the building. WQAM, hello. 
Kevlar! WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I feel double-crossed by uh, William Donahue. Uh, yeah. Um, I want you to have a good vacation, buddy. We're going to miss you, and uh, we enjoy you every afternoon. Thanks, oh, And every morning. Thank you so much. Well, maybe you can only listen to the afternoon part. I'll always 11 or 9 in the morning. We got 766. I think uh, I think you're going to make your 1,000 today. Okay. You notice how I laid that off on you? Though. Yeah, I know. Well, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I just got through saying I think you're going to make your 1,000. I'm giving you credit for it. Oh, gee. 774. We should have way over 800 by by noon. No sweat. Two hours. If you can't get 200 votes in a couple hours, man, you're really slipping. Beware, says the Sun Sentinel. Inspectors cruising neighborhoods for sprinkler violations. The water police have hit South Florida streets. The same municipal machinery that makes sure a new roof complies with the building code has swung into action to enforce the new restrictions on using water. Code inspectors already are cruising neighborhoods looking for sprinklers operating on the wrong day or at the wrong time, and they're going to take your ass away and fry it for lunch. While cities generally are handing out only warnings to violators, that will change very soon. Like Ron Diaz said, soon. Remember that? Soon. Soon. He's leaving soon. soon. And the South Florida Water Management District, which is imposing the water rules, has had training sessions for city police and code enforcement officers, how to spot violations and identify people trying to outsmart the system. They're going to be innovative, Bruce Adams, the Water Management District's water conservation officer, warned a room full of police and code enforcement officials at a recent training session in Plantation. They're going to challenge your ass. During the region's 2001 drought, for example, code officers noticed an odd and widespread phenomenon, water trickling from under closed garage doors. It turned out that people were flouting the restrictions by washing cars inside their garages. Now, if they see that, yeah, they're just going to unload. In the Palm Beach County town of Atlantis, one man found a way to take advantage of the loophole, allowing extra watering on new landscaping. He bought five potted trees. Each day moved them to a different part of his lawn, which he then lavishly watered. He got a ticket to ride. This year, facing one of the worst droughts on record, the district's governing board voted to restrict car washing, lawn watering, other uses to three days a week. The restriction schedule obtained to two days a week, April 13, which is next Friday, if you, if you ask me. The Water Management District has asked cities to stop issue warnings after April 15 and go to citations. Fines vary from city to city based on local ordinances. In Delray Beach, a first offense costs 100 bucks, a second 200 and a third offense could blow your crap away. In Boca, fines will be up to a special master. Could hit a grand. In Fort Lauderdale, a first offense is 25 bucks, and later offenses up to $500. George Camejo, Director of Development Services for Boca, said the public response has been positive, although many people have difficulty adjusting timers on their sprinklers. Right. Oh, that, that's it. Just say I'm stupid. If you got your sprinklers going at the wrong time, just say, oh, well, I'm, I'm just stupid. I can't figure out, you know, like from 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. It's a little bit too complex for my ass, okay? And they'll say, yeah, we believe you. We believe you're stupid. And they'll write you a big, fat one. Inside. Hey, Papa Juan Pablo. Children love sing-along songs. Video presents Cedarmont Kids Sing Along Songs. 
over 60 of your favorite sing-along songs on three fun-loving videos or DVDs. Let's all get drunk tonight. I won't fight the an exclusive TV offer. So call now for this priceless collection. Okay, 1118. Now, Monday, you have another trend coming out, two-thirds of the winter book. And if it's as disastrous as the last two trends have been for the station, and the last one was for all of us on this station, mm-hmm. uh, probably the best idea is to email them to, uh, to me, you know? Let me know. I'll just hit the low lights. And then I just won't come back. Something to think about, you know? All right. Orlando says, it's the juice again. But before I start, I'd like to say hi to George and Josh Cordes. Tell George I'm Billy's friend. You know Billy? Uh, okay. Sure. Billy's a very common name. I know several Billy's. I think I know the one that, uh, that he's referring to. Okay. Well, he's Billy's friend. To. I want to start off wishing you a great time in Amsterdam. I have a spy report. I was flipping through the radio and came across a gentleman, and Orlando is using that term very loosely, about the name of Sid Rosenberg, Cranstein Schwartz. What he said was shocking. He said that his show was the most talented, entertaining, and thought-provoking show, regardless of what any so-called legends might think. Right. That's why he keeps running back up to Imus and trying to get back to New York, which he'll probably be back there soon. He says, I automatically assumed he was talking about you or Dave Lamont. Yeah, Dave Lamont, his farting is legendary. He also says that he tends to go to the Rascal House a lot, and it's one of those you-can't-miss places especially to take a friend to. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I almost drove off the road when I heard that. He says, uh, before I leave, I want you to play the uh, I'm up, uh, Papa on Papa, which I just did. And ask George who made that drop. Where did that come from? Caller. Hi, Papa Juan Pablo. A caller called up, a little random uh, just a hit-and-run thing, and we carted it up. Well, how do you like that? And Orlando says, love you once again, and... Mm. Is what he says. Well, that's, that's sweet. Thank you, Orlando. And say hi to Billy, too, whoever that is. Right. WQAM, hello. That's George's, that's George's close personal friend, Billy. Okay, how are we doing on the pool? 791. See, we'll be approaching 8. I bet you're going to have like 850 by the top of the hour by noon. Ooh. So you're in for the 1,000. I wouldn't, e- I wouldn't even give it a, a second thought. And in your case, I know you wouldn't. I, uh, even... Yeah, I won't. I won't give it a first one. First thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their blank. Face, 256. Well, of course. Of course. That's why you people that send... Uh, these people that are applying to be friends now that uh, don't have any picture on it, I delete it right away. Is, is that a bad thing? No, it's not. I just delete if you, if you don't have a picture to put on there, you're not going to make that much effort, and you're, you're that mysterious, well, go away. Don't bother me. I won't, I won't uh, put you on there. 256, breast 159. Especially a guy with big boobies. Mmm. Gross. But 101. Oh, that's my favorite station. <laughs> but 101. You ever hear that? No. Is it in Butt, Montana? I-79. Smile 36. I hate this pull. Only 29. 3.6%. That's nice. Their hair 26. Their legs 22. Their bulge 15. Now, if it's like a female... Well, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go there. Believe me. Yeah. Their teeth 13, their feet 12, their clothes 11, their hips 10, shoes 5, their height 4, hands 4, their abs 4, shoulders 2, arms 2, and jewelry still has Soltanta Uno out of 791. 
their jewelry. I mean, you know, of course, that's like anything else. We can put anything on there, like, uh, you know, their, their fingernails, their, their nostrils, and it'll get some votes. It's just the way they are. Here's another good reason to go on cruise ships, not... I've been begging these people for years and years. Will they listen to me? No. No, because what do I know? What could I possibly know about travel? Scores of passengers climbed down rope ladders to rescue vessels after a Greek cruise ship struck a reef yesterday in the Mediterranean and started listing, forcing the evacuation of 1,600 people, including North Carolina high school students. Authorities said hundreds of American tourists, at least two school groups from Canada... And more than 100 Spaniards were on the Greek-flagged sea diamond when it hit the rock off the island of Santorini shortly before 4 p.m. A lot of us were taking pictures when we were coming into Santorini. All of a sudden, there was this big jolt, said Catherine Small, 17, one of more than two dozen students from North Carolina on board. The ship was really far tilted. It was actually kind of freaking us out scary, said Small, who attends Chapel Hill High School, North Carolina. That's George's favorite, North Carolina. Deal. Nothing could be finer. More than a dozen ships were involved in the rescue effort, along with six Navy rescue helicopters, two military transport planes, and four warships. The ship was evacuated quickly and successfully. No one had as much as a nosebleed, said the Merchant Marine Minister, who's got a Greek name, which I'm not going to try to read, with 8,000 letters in it. With a ship this size, it's like dealing with a 12-story building. It's a difficult operation, he said. The Merchant Marine Ministry said 1,195 passengers and 391 crew members were on board. Most of the passengers were from the USA. David Land, 17, of Middle Creek High School in Apex, North Carolina, said in a telephone interview that he was taken to a restaurant after being evacuated and was due to travel to Athens on an overnight boat. Everybody is perfectly fine, he said. Oh, we're fine. His mother, Denise Land of Raleigh in North Carolina, said she had talked to her son several times this week during the trip. They'd been around Greece and Athens, were coming back from Turkey. He called and said, the ship is taking on water and we're going down. I said, don't play with me. He said, I have a life vest on. Don't worry, Ma, I got a life vest on. Best by best. That's just another reason to get on them cruise ships, man. They just seem to have some difficulties every now and then. I, I have no idea why so many people get suckered into that, because they're not smart. They're like Fredo, you know? They have good marketing campaigns. That must be it. Or maybe they have uh, package deals. That could be it. That's what Renier used to say. Seven ID in the pool. Now, if I hit that view current, look how fast that works. Are, are you at least a little impressed by that? That is a nice. I love little shortcuts like that. That's a good thing. Yeah. It didn't change anything. I mean, it's still 798. We're still on the precipice of 800. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? Good. Just wanted to say uh, have a safe and uh, happy holiday from Thank vacation. Um, also wanted to recommend a book to you if you have a chance to get something before you leave or even when you come back. It's uh, a book by the name of, um, uh, by an author named Quigley, and the book is called Evolution of Civilizations. And uh, I think you'd, um, it's, it's a little bit um, tough to read at first, a little slow, but once you get into it, it really, uh, really helps you make sense of the world. It's, it's a pretty interesting book. Maybe, maybe I'll find it in the airport. Uh, maybe. Maybe. If not, I know Barnes & Noble and places like that have it. Okay, thanks, uh, The other thing on your, on your poll, yes. the first thing I notice is the shape of a woman. The overall, like, silhouette of a woman as she How about walks body by. shape? Yeah, body shape. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the first thing that catches your eye, and then you look and see the other details. Okay. See you. Thanks, Pally. Yeah, we can put that on there, body shape. What's wrong with that? I think that, that makes sense. Nothing. Is that, huh? Sounds great. I wouldn't say it sounds great, but it's, uh, no. I know what he's talking shape, about. figure, you know. But that's not the first thing I would look at. I mean, if I looked at it, it was an ugly face, I don't care what the body shape is. I don't care if they're built like Adonis, like Hercules, like Brady Quinn Jr. That is correct. They got a nasty face. Oh. Fifth. Phooey. 801 on the pool. 
You're in like Flint. Good morning, Americans. It's Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Abigail McGillen, an elderly woman, answered a knock at the door one day only to be confronted by a well-dressed young man carrying a vacuum cleaner. I'll say it again. The young man was carrying a vacuum cleaner. Good morning, said the man. If I could take a couple of moments of your time, I'd like to demonstrate the very latest in high-powered vacuum cleaners. Go away, said Abigail. I haven't got any money. And she proceeded to close the door. Quick as a flash, the young man wedged his foot in the door and pushed it wide open. Don't be too hasty, he said to Abigail. Not until you have at least seen my demonstration. With that, he emptied a bucket of horse manure onto her hallway carpet. If this vacuum cleaner does not remove all traces of horse manure from your carpet, madam, I will personally eat the remainder. Abigail stepped back and chuckled and said, Well, I hope you've got a damn good appetite because they cut off my electricity this morning. Paul Harvey. Good day. Good day. Now, have you heard that before? That's kind of cute. Yes. You have heard that before? Yes. How did you do that? Uh, it's an old joke. But you didn't hear that bit, though. No, not that bit. No, not as no, a not Paul Harvey Paul bit. Harvey, no, I think my stepfather articulated used to, it. used to tell those jokes. Who did? My stepfather. He's dead now. <laughs> and Paul Harvey probably will be soon, too. I'm just having a little wiener here. It's my lunch. Again? <clears throat> 811 votes on the poll. How, how come I thought we were going to have a difficult time getting to 1,000 even by 2 o'clock? I don't Why do I do that? Lack of faith. Is that what it is? Lack of faith, not a good Friday. Right, let me go wash my feet. Here's George while I go wash my feet again. Somebody's got to do it for you, or it doesn't count. Yeah, but it's supposed to let go. Your clergyman is supposed to do it for you. I'm telling you, those altar boys on there yesterday, the Pope, he would have one, mm -hmm. he wouldn't let go. And he was hanging on for dear life. And the foot, too. Maybe he was doing uh, that one little, two little, uh, you know, the little piggies. He was uh, scrubbing it a little bit. WQAM, hello. Hey, yes, sir. Yeah, how are you doing? Great. Hey, I uh, heard something on the Internet the other day that... Uh, thanks, Maria. By the way, thanks to Maria. She said, have a great vacation. Yes, sir. Uh, President Chinster, I, I heard, is giving a commencement speech at Miami-Dade County College, and I want to... Oh, my encourage, God. ...encourage all of your listeners to come to protest with their impeachment shirts and whatnot. So I guess, you know, the media keeps forgetting about that. Mm-hmm. About Barack and Hillary. Okay, okay thanks, thanks for the Alberta. heads up and heads down. 814 vote on the poll. 5670560. Oh, look at this. Britons were gathering intelligence on the Iranians, says one of the detainees. Oh, that's bad. The British naval personnel seized by Iranian forces in the Gulf were gathering intelligence on their activities. One of the ex-detainees said an interview prior to their capture broadcast yesterday. We sort of gather intelligence as well. Royal Marine Captain Chris Eyre told Sky News TV. Chris is 25. Is that, is that the one that they had on there? I don't know. I haven't seen it before. The one I looked pretty good until he opened his mouth and showed those nasty uh, Bucky Beaver British teeth. Boy, what is it with the British and their teeth? Why do they have such bad tooth hygiene? I don't know. Maybe they're afraid of the dentist. I could well, be. I also, somewhere in this pile, and I guess I'm going to have to play this before I get to the story. The headline is National Guard troops headed back to Iraq. Jason, you're on QAM. We don't have any National Guardsmen because they're all fighting a war in Iraq right now. Not the National Guard. Pardon? Not the National Guard. No National Guard in Iraq? Not, not, there's no National Guard. Uh, no. No. Several National Guard brigades are expected to be notified soon. They could be sent to Iraq around the 1st of next year, according to a senior Defense Department official. 
If their assessment, if their assignment to Iraq is ultimately approved by Defense Secretary Robert Gates, it will be the first time full guard combat brigades were sent back to Iraq for a second tour. The units would serve as replacement forces in the regular unit rotation for the war and would not be connected to the recent military buildup for security operations in Baghdad, which are going so swimmingly well, by the way. Not. In fact, I, I think what John McCain ought to do, since he figures it's so safe, maybe he could set up like a fruit stand out there in the middle of the city. You know, he could make some more money for his campaign. Right yeah. up there, and, and he could operate it. You know, lemonade stand, fruit stand, something like that. Gates is expected to sign the notices alerting the guard troops shortly, said the official, who requested anonymity because the information hasn't yet been released. You'll start to see the reserve component forces coming back into the rotation, said the official, adding that the notices are being done now in order to give the guard units as much time as possible to prepare and to uh, leave the country and get to Canada. Eh? Don't go over there, all you uh, kids out there. Don't, don't let them send your ass over there and make you a human sacrifice. I'm telling you right now. Even though the media is obsessed with dancing with the stars and a bunch of stupid garbage like that. Don't do it. QAM, hello. My name is Joe. Five, six, seven. <laughs> See what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. About these people. See, ordinarily, like in a real civilized place with real civilized people with nice people, especially when you've been on here 31 years in the market, ordinarily there'd be a whole lineup of people. They'd be standing from the, where you're sitting right now from the studio all the way to Jacksonville. I mean, granted, I do take on vacations a year, and it's not anything extraordinary. But just, just to say, hey, have a great time, or we're going to miss you in Georgia's, uh, you know, whatever they want to say about you. Yeah, something. And just like this thing here on the, on the MySpace thing, there was a little bit of flurry of activity there. What, what I have, about eight or nine, ten? Okay. Something like that. And Orlando's sitting in the bathtub with his clothes on. He's still there. I already read that. See, he's, he's the last one on there. With that long... Uh, yeah, he's uh, sitting there with Billy, I think, as a matter of fact. Billy said hi from the bathtub. And that's it. See, so it's one thing not to do it voluntarily. You follow what I'm saying? No. But but not even to be willing to do it. And, of course, it's Good Friday. That must be the excuse, right? Is, is, there's no school today, obviously. I bet you a lot of people bail this weekend, wouldn't you think? Mm-hmm. So, so we're operating with, you know, less than the usual two, 300 people that we have. Right. So what are we talking about, you know? I think we ought, to, we ought to follow suit. Let's bail right now. Here's, okay. Here's Chris. <laughs> oh, hello, Miami. <laughs> now I I want you to stop and think about that. Nice. Yeah, I never really I never really thought about that because often I'm joking about getting up and walking out. Yeah. In fact, uh, a few remember a few weeks ago I almost did that on a Monday. Yeah, I know that was silly. What was silly about? Yeah, silly goose. I, did I do it? No, you didn't. But I thought about it. My ass was about a quarter inch up in the air off this chair. I was thinking about just hey, screw this, you know. And then I thought to myself, yeah, but you know, the 10th and the 25th are really nice on paydays. But suppose you and I did get up and walk out. I, I want you to stop and think about that. What would you do, Chris? This is ESPN Radio. <laughs> now, you wouldn't do that, would you? Uh, who knows? Chris has got a lot to say, I'm sure. Yeah, what, we, what would you talk about? Would you talk about what a-holes the two of us are for just getting up and abandoning your ass and leaving you there like to carry the last two and a half hours of the show? That'd be a good start. Well, you're not necessarily, you know, a-holes because you'd be giving my shot on the air, you know? So that's yeah, we'd be, be giving a you a big chance. Here he is. Here's Chris. <laughs> the uh, call-in number is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Rely on the callers. I guess you learned from me, huh? Rely on the callers. Here's your caller right here. QIN. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> oh. Is there ever any doubt? That would be my best suggestion for you. Always go to line nine first, okay? Get that one out of the way. 825 votes on the poll. Oh, you're, you're in, man. 
One question. We're have, what is it? What's a bigger fine in Broward County, disposing of possums or of that guy? The first thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their face. 266. You betcha, baby, their face. Although, you see, I mean, it's a fine poll, but obviously the guy that said before when he was talking about their body shape, you, when, when you look at somebody, like, like, for example, in Berlin last summer during World Cup week, and I keep talking about that young gentleman, uh, you know, when you see somebody, you see their entire being. You know, I mean, their entire persona. You see their head, their body, their knees, their toes, their follow what I'm saying, their bulge. Mm-hmm. You, you see all of this in one in one picture. There's Rob Marciano, for example, who looks much better from far away. He, he's okay. He looks. That's it. Back back up all the way to the wall there, Rob. Pretend they got the guns out at CNN again. Face 266, breasts 163, butt 107. Eyes, 83. Smile, 37. I hate this pull. Only 29, 3.5%. They like it. Hair, 27. Legs, 22. Teeth, 15. Bulge, 15. Feet, 12. Clothes, 11. I got news for it. They look really hot to me. I don't care if they're wearing a burlap sack. Easy access that way, by the way. And maybe kilts. You tried it? Hips, 10. (laughs) Wouldn't work for me. (laughs) Wouldn't help. Body shape, 5. Although I'm going to get a new wardrobe, though, for my uh, trip for that one guy. I'm checking out my wardrobe. Height five, shoes five, hands four, abs four, shoulders two, arms two, and jewelry is still down there on the ass end. The God. Hi, I'm Dennis Feldman, the proud owner of Lucky, a champion golden retriever. Isn't that right, Lucky? Lucky? A little tired there, aren't you, mate? Well, no other dog can outrun, outcatch, outjump this retriever. Show him your stuff, Lucky. Jump! Fetch! Catch! Lucky? I oh, sleeping like a baby. I must have overworked him this morning. Anyhow, when it comes to champion dogs, I make sure they get the best nutrition possible, like new Kibbles and Crips dog food. Lucky just loves it, don't you, Lucky? Well, a little stiff there, aren't you, Lucky? A little smell going on, too. Anyway, get out of here, flies! When he wakes up, he'll be ready for another training session and another can of Kibbles and Crips dog food. It's the dog food that all dogs go woof over. That's your cue, Lucky. Woof. All right. You get some rest there, Lucky. Oh, these damn flies. Get, get out of here. I'm dying over here. Okay, 11.45. That's bad. I shouldn't be playing that bit. That's really bad. But it's so uh, cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Johnny G checked in. I'm sure you're surprised at that. And my nope. good buddy Ricky, who sent me another you video on air for the thing. Thank you, guys. And here's one from the uh, guy that called a minute ago. He says, the book I called about Ev- Evolution of Civilizations, an Introduction to Historical Analysis by Carol Quigley. Is what it is. I guess I'll, I guess I'll put that in my pocket. I mean, it's not likely I'm going to find that at the newsstand in the airport, but you never know. Do you? Right. No, you never do. I mean, I don't really think I have time to go to, like, uh, the world's largest bookstore, look at browsing for that book before I go, but you never know. 835 votes on the pool. You are in. I think you owe me a great uh, debt of gratitude for that. You're in. I'll uh, send you a card. An e-card, of course. <laughs> Maybe you'll send me a note on MySpace or something like that. I'll post uh, a second, comment. On second thought, don't even do mm-hmm. it. WQAM, hello. Chris, great show. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Excellent job, Chris. You're already getting, you. The kudos are already coming That's in. That's right. 31 years in the market, and the board is empty right now. There's not a single call on there. But Chris goes on the air for like 17 seconds, and already he's got a following. 
That's how fickle the cell phone audience is. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. It is Good Friday, though. All the Getchkis are out there. They're all in Choich. They're all rolling the Easter eggs. They're all they're all scraping the Easter Bunny up uh, off the highway with it. Well, once you see that South Park episode, it'll all make sense. Yeah. Now, what time is that again tonight? I can PVR it. I- I'm not sure. Check your local listings. I guess I can check my guide. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Neil, you gonna watch the Masters on your trip? Oh yeah. Man, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna make sure I'm on a plane where I can get the, the TV so I can don't miss I don't miss a putts. Yeah. Gonna watch the golf while you're gone there. Gonna watch. You know something seriously? The fact that this is supposed to be a sports station, and we spend so much time covering. And I, I believe what the other guy said about Bo Camper, that spy report, because Mad Dog says the same thing. This is the highlight of his entire year. Bigger than the Super Bowl. Bigger than the World Series. Anything else in sports? I don't. They're get obsessed it. with this Masters golf tournament. And you want to know why? <laughs> That's why, because they get plastered up there. I mean, why would anybody else want to go to Augusta, Georgia? Would you ever want to go there? No. It's right downstream from Andrew, though, I bet. Me? WQAM, hello. Yes, good morning, Neil. Um, yes, sir. Reaching out as we're in the process of selling our condo in Aventura at the terraces. All right. Good. And uh, we are... Congratulations both, to you, sir. Yeah, I'm getting out of this godforsaken place. We've been put up in temporary housing. We ended up at the old Deauville Hotel at 67th and Collins. And if you don't oh have, your, God. yeah, if you don't have your Spanish uh, uh, biblioteca uh, or dictionary, diccionario, you're out of luck, my friend, yeah. because that place is like on total Oye Auto, Auto Oye. <laughs> okay. And also, oh, then you yeah, got yeah. a lot of uh, adopters down there too with the system uh, uh, Pesach, and uh, this place is out of control. We're relocating to Rome, Italy, my friend. Are you serious? Absolutely. How the hell are you pulling that off besides having a lot of cash? Well, you know, uh, did my time here. I've been in South Florida over 40 years. Uh, go back with Dave Caprita, the old days at Gloves 94. Uh, I've been a chronic of yours for many years. And uh, if it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't have been able to make the last 20 years. But, I'm sure uh, of that. I'm retiring and getting the hell out. Well, I'll come and visit you, man. Well, please do. We'll be uh, very, very close to uh, Via Veneto. And uh, the area of uh, Parioli. I'll see you at the uh, Le Grand Hotel. Okay, and I'll be uh, over at the uh, Fontana de Trevi. Arrivederci. Big kisses to you. We love you. We're going to listen to you on the computer, okay? Ciao. Ciao. Bye, bello. Totsins. Totsins. <laughs> oh, man, am I ever jealous. I, you know something? I might not come back. This well, is send, a, send a note saying that you're not, you know. What do you mean by that? So, you know, give us a heads up so that we can prepare this a whole bunch of tapes. Yeah, let's get the tapes out. We don't want too much George. QAM, hello. Mama, mama mia, I want to go to Roma too. <laughs> mama, mama mia. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Only I'd blow up like a balloon, man. I'd be dead in no time at all. I'd be a, di- a dead diabetes guy. From all of that pizza and pasta and pasta and pizza. Mmm, manja, manja, baby. 842 votes on the pool. See, that's one of the good things about going to Amsterdam. You know you're going to lose weight. You can't complain about the food there. You want to know why? Because they don't have any? Exactly, because there isn't any. Oh, they got Mickey D's, though, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say hi to my pet rat, the one under the uh, fries there. I'll say hi to him for it. WQAM, hello. Not there. And, of course, Line 9, I don't... Uh, I don't. And uh, when you start your own show, Chris, let me tell you right now, Line 9, avoid it like it's got a bubonic plague. Will do. Race away from it. 
Yeah, we're going to be on the verge of 900 votes by uh, noon, and I was worried about you getting 1,000 by 2 o'clock. What the hell is wrong with When you're legendary, you don't worry about such crap. That's probably what Chris ought to say right there at 10 o'clock in the morning when I start. We've only got like 550 or some, some low, embarrassing, grotesque total for whatever reason. And I guess, you know, it goes with the ambiance of the whole deal because it's Good Friday. It's a holiday, you, you heathen bastard. Don't you understand? We should all be sacrificing chickens or something. That's right. We should be washing our feet or letting some old Vagetsky wash our feet. Yeah, he wants to scrub it for you. Man. He wants to get right under your nails, under your toenails, and get in there and squeeze and please and whatever, on his knees, whatever. I, I saw that yesterday, and I just, I just wanted to scream. Even though I know, of course, that, you know, all this, this is all part of the trappings and crappings of this stupidity, but good golly, Miss Molly. WQAM Footline, hello. I'll take your snapper. WQAM, hello. QAM. WQAM, hello. You know, you're in a good mood because you're going on vacation, but I'm in a good mood because I sold 12 properties to Mr. and Mrs. Nyborg. Nyborg? Yeah. Did you see how they lived? What does that mean? I don't even know what the hell that means. That's from uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. Oh, I see. That's that's what I was thinking. But I wasn't... I mean, what what a memory you have to have for that, you know? Or if you've seen the movie a hundred times. Closes on... Have you made your decision for Christ? Where did you learn your trade, you idiot? Whoever told you that you could work with men? What you're hired for is to help us. Does that seem clear to you? To help us. To help men who are going out there to try to earn a living. You company man. You fairy. Get the job. Hey, get the job. Put me on the Cadillac board. <laughs> I should play the whole thing there, that whole Jack Lemmon one. Yes, sir. There's another great movie I want to recommend in case you haven't seen it. We don't. I mean, we talk about it too much for a movie that most people haven't seen. When you think that that's one that uh, it's really a must watch for everyone, especially teenagers about to go out into the working world. Yeah. You think teenagers would stick with Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Sure. It's uh, it's heavy. Heavy duty, man. I'd go out and get it right now. I would steal a copy. I'll send you a copy. I got it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. Hour and seven minutes to go until vacation time. And not that I'm counting you, understand. Right. I was telling Josh yesterday before the show that when, when it gets close to vacation time for like the last several days, I'm, I'm sure everybody else is like this too. Last several days, your mind, your heart and your mind are really mm-hmm. in this, you know. They're already gone, long gone. They're long gone. Your whole existence is like, oh man, just look at that clock. Count it down. WQAM, hello. Hey, no. Yes, sir. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I bet you did. WQAM, hello. I'll be over at the Spanish stuff. WQAM, hello. Quit your jibber jab. WQAM, hello. Chris Van, checking in. South Florida's population booming despite challenges. I'm glad we got to this story before we ran out of time. A little word of warning. This is a public service that we, you won't hear us on any other show in this market, I guarantee you that. I've been warning people for years. Don't do it, okay? You'll rue the day. Like that guy that called a minute ago that's going to Roma, man. Boy, am I jealous of him. He's obviously got mucho dinero, baby. And he's just, he's had it. He just uh, don't like the ambiance no more. In fact, I, they're probably going to be more English in Rome than there is in Dade County. I, I don't think there's any question about that, is there? None. Spiraling housing costs, congested highways, hurricane anxiety, no speaking English. I just injected that. 
All these things are supposed to be making South Florida a less attractive place to live. But new census estimates released yesterday show the region continued to be a people magnet, magnet drawing 455,000-plus new residents, primarily immigrants who don't know any better, between April 2000 and July 2006. That's the ninth-largest metro area increase in the country during that time. The U.S. Census Bureau defines the region's metro areas, Broward, Dayton, Palm Beach counties. The new report shows a 9% increase in population in the past six years. Oh, my God. That's a lot of people, and that's major growth for an area already as large as we are, said Ted Leonard, senior planner for Broward County. It's also a significant enough increase to ratchet up the urgency for solving problems like traffic congestion, the affordable housing crisis, and other growth-related concerns, planners say. That amount of growth brings consequences, says Richard Ogburn, assistant to the director of research and budget of the South Florida Regional Planning Council. A lot of roads we should have built, but we're not building new roads, so that's a lot more cars on the roads we have. We've known for a long time our transportation system hasn't kept up with the growth. That's a lot of school seats and a lot of hospital beds, and there's no end in sight. Rectum. A slowdown in population gains during the past two years is a momentary lull, planners say. Census numbers released from last month show that between July 2005 and last July, the number of people moving into Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach counties from other states known as domestic migration was less than the number of moving out. Oh, well, that part's good. See that? Those people mm-hmm. are catching on. South Florida's growth is fueled almost entirely by foreign immigration, a trend the new census report says is happening in large metro areas across the country. No speaking English aquí, baby. That's the bottom line. I mean, you know, that doesn't really bother me. But what does bother me is just the... It, it just needs a people transplant. There's nothing wrong with South Florida that a people transplant wouldn't cure. This is Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. Done it all, baby. And the drugs, too. 
1203 at 560 WQAM. It's uh, 57 minutes till 1 o'clock. Not that I'm counting, you understand. There's nothing worse than somebody on it. It's like when we have the ball games, you know. And people think, oh, that old man, he just can't wait until the ball game comes on a pregame show so we can get the hell out of here and go lose his ass like I did on Wednesday. Man, that was not good. Good thing you weren't around for that. Yeah, I'm glad I was. Massacre at Woodbine, man. Massacre at the machines. Just, just stealing. I felt like an armed robbery. Good news for you, though, is 859 votes. Are okay. Are you thrilled with that? No. Nope. Uh, what do you mean by that? You ought to be, because that means guaranteed you're going to be way over 900 by the time you come on. Like about right. nine, what? And then we'll make that bonus. <laughs> That's, you know something? I think you hit on something right there. You fell into a bucket of slop, man. Instead of getting a bonus for the ratings now, because QM doesn't have any anymore and probably won't have any for years to come now that Jolly Joe and Clarence, his assistant, have uh, destroyed it as a result of that. And, of course, that tremendous uh, morning show. But other than that, I think we ought to get our bonus money predicated on the on the number of votes we get on the poll every day. What a great idea. And then what we can do is we can hire some ringers, you know, who will sit there and like keep uh, rebooting and voting sure. over and over and like, like that. We'll get some hackers, you know what I mean? You, did you have to, like, get... <laughs> Hey, if there's a scab, I'll pick it. He's just trying yeah. to put you on the grave. 863 votes. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, Ricky. See, Ricky likes being mentioned a lot in there. He's a hand bone, so I just mentioned that again. Well, these are people who, you know, they care enough to send their very best to send a note, say, have a great time, have a good vacation, uh, you know, love and kisses uh, up yours, or with some, a little something, something, that's all. What's wrong with that? As opposed to the mass, uh, the majority of people out there wouldn't give you the time of day. And then we got Rob, who wants his Marlin tickets. Oh my God, is that incredible? And then we got Jose in the where the hell? Jose in Hialeah, who wants uh, you know put a put an ad on there for Starbucks, getting a free coupon for Starbucks, so we can get his iPod or some crap like that. You know. One thing about the internet, man, there's some really neat people on there. There's some great people, and then there's everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. There's a few really uh, sensational people on there. And then there's the rest of the story. Here's the poll. We got 865 votes. And I, I love that thing with the view current. See, all this time. I bet you Eric knew that about that before. He's just been holding back. Maybe he figured that we knew it and he didn't have to say anything. Oh, how the hell would we know that? How, how could we possibly know that? In fact, he put a green banner on the page. I guess it was on Wednesday. Because he, he finally realized that I wasn't aware of that, and I was try, trying that deal. I forget how many we were going for. You know, it was one of those down-to-the-wire deals. And, of course, we made it like we always do. But he put a green banner on there saying, if you click View Current, it'll refresh much faster. And beep 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 like that. Big, bright green. We're very colorful, like Easter colors, you know. Yeah. I love that thing with the Easter bunny on the side of the road. That's so sad. And his basket and the eggs are strewn all over the road. Poor widow bunny. Now, that would take a lot of talent to hit a wabbit. It's one thing to hit a cat. I remember one time I was driving home down there in the acres, and there was a cat taking its sweet-ass time crossing the road, you know? Like, you know how cats are very independent, and, like, uh, you know, you'll, you'll do whatever hey, the hell Their agenda you is more important than your so agenda. That's correct. So the fact that you were driving and going from point A to point B, that wasn't in their uh, itinerary. That wasn't, that wasn't in their schedule. And I could have I just flattened that thing. I could have made it into a street sandwich, man, but I, I just didn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. As much as I despise cats, and I really do, I just couldn't do it. Now, if I get another chance, maybe I can make amends. Men's amends. Maybe that guy who's going to Rome, maybe he'll take me with him. 
867 votes. Best thing I notice about a first thing, I'm sorry. First thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their face, 276. Breast, 174. Butt, 113. Butt, 113. Rectum. One of my favorite stations. They kick ass. Eyes, 88. Smile, 37. I hate this pull. A mere 29. Only 3.3%. You see the way we bounce back? After yesterday's mitigated disaster with that awful, embarrassing poll with over, like almost 38% hated it. Five times they hated it. Hair, 28. Legs, 23. Teeth, 15. So I guess they're not enchanted with the Brits. I guess. 15. They keep showing that one guy under that one sailor that, uh, you know, w- was uh, kidnapped and released. They keep He must be the spokesman or something like that. And you know what I think every time I see him? Hey, sailor! Anyway, a T15, bulge 15. Well, that's, I don't know if Joyce is going to approve of that. Bulges. Could she's be probably got one. Yeah, she's probably got lots of bulges. <laughs> In all the wrong places. <laughs> oh, yeah. In places where you'd be kind of shocked, as a matter of fact. But nevertheless, feet 13, clothes 13, body shape 10, hips 10, height 5, shoes 5, hands 4, hands down your pants 4. Abs for shoulders to arms to and jewelry. Some silly person voted. Well, it's a good thing that they did, because whoever decided to put that on there would be, you know, very hurt. Would they not? I imagine. Well, let's see. Here's a couple more. Uh... <laughs> okay, Ricky, no problem. I think I think I'm going to do a, a new show when I come back from vacation. I'm just going to communicate back and forth with the people on on the website. All right. That? Now, one thing I will say, it sure beats the callers. And here's Rob, who says, did I just hear you lump me in with the rest of them? Never mind, forget the tickets. Sorry, Neil. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to make Rob feel bad unless you want to, Rob. Oh, my God, that's funny. (laughs) Oh, brother. See, these people, they send stuff, and then when you you rip them on the air, and of course, wouldn't you agree he deserved being ripped? Yeah, but some people, you know, they don't understand what it's all about. That it's just a radio show. It's just Come a radio on. show. Push up, Rob. Right. Rob, you're okay in my book. You never stole a freight train. You don't look all that good, but nevertheless. In fact, the oh, picture Don't say that. What? Now what you're going to get them all depressed again. Oh. Well, no, I mean, I really can't tell, nor do I care, but it's him and two buddies, and they're heterosexuals, by the way, alleged. Uh, he's got two buddies, and they're in their bathing suits. Now, now that, you see, that picture in itself would be good for the poll we're taking today. Yeah. Because I can't find an attractive body part among these three guys, and they're standing there like damn near almost naked. Okay. In fact, Rob looks good. Good thinking, Rob. Rob, I'm sure, is the one in the middle on there. He's standing between two really pudgy, ugly guys, his buddies, you know. Well, one isn't pudgy, just ugly. That's got good thinking, Rob. I think I just made up for his uh, thing about the tickets. Well, he, he made amends there. I think that was good. That was damn wide of him, wasn't it? The fact that he apologized mm-hmm. for being such a jackass and such a freeloader and to begging for tickets. Somewhere along the line, if we ever get him, and of course you didn't go find Ray Perry, did you? No, I no, I didn't. I'll have an authorized agent go do it. Maybe Chris can do it. He sure can use the exercise. Okay. I'll now, go. now, where does Ray Perry sit? Where's his orifice? Yonder, on the other side of the building. On the other side? You mean over with the Power 96 people? Sure, where the salespeople, all the suit-wearing people, they all sit over there. I see. Well, you well, know, I'm the, sure, the sure studios are over here on this side of the building. You know, the T-shirt wearing people work over here yeah, on this side. Yeah, the slobs like us. Right. The slobs, the AM people, the slobs. 
not the real hot shots like over there on Power 96. Those slobs, I've seen them in the elevator. And, you know, I, 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 I really don't want to keep going back over that story again and again. It's not, not good. You know, when you, I'm, I'm not, you know me, I'm hardly a social butterfly. That's the understatement of the century. But at least if it's somebody, you know, in the building that I've seen before, I'll say, hey, how are you doing? If you get on the elevator, right? Right. I'm not going to engage in some long conversation and give them a big kiss and a hug and pretend like Josh Cordes did that day. He accosted me in the elevator and stuck his tongue down my throat. And you loved it. Huh? I I, I did not love it. See, I think, I don't know what it is with you guys. Keep talking about what a great looking guy Josh is. You're trying to get him married off or something. His Russian girlfriend wouldn't be too pleased with that. Although I will say this. Yesterday when we were discussing Amsterdam, Josh, and I'm sure Chris will bear this out, was very inquisitive about the red light district. But not just the red light district, he asked about the gay red light district. Yeah, he was also very interested in that, the blue light district, yeah. He wanted to know how it works and who stands in the window and how much it is and how much for a uh, job, stuff like that. Maybe he figures he can make some uh, extra change there. Some extra scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can scratch it. Friday, you bastard. place to do it, let me tell you that. That's uh, what you come to Florida for, is to sit back on a bench and wait to die. Isn't that what it's all about? One That's good right. thing about Florida, though, and that is there are a lot of drug stores. 
Good. I can't think of too many other things. Oh, it's just I had another thought in my head, yeah. What was that? A lot of drug stores. Oh, a lot of drugs? Yeah. Wrong kind, I guess. Oh, look at that. They're schlepping across. Christians around the world are celebrating Good Friday. (laughs) This Baruch Christians around the world recreating the final steps of Jesus in Jerusalem's old city that you see here, pogroms. The final schlep of Jesus, man. I, I always thought he was a schlepper. That's why he was a sloppy dresser. I know about sloppy dressing. That's why I wore those cheap Birkenstocks. Eight nine eight eighty six on the pool. You're approaching nine hundred. By the bottom of the hour, you'll have nine hundred. You got nothing to worry about, okay? Because okay. I'm sure that they're going to be grading you on this, and especially next week when I'm not here. Yeah, whatever. Joe Bell's going to be out. He'll probably be standing outside the, in the other in, in the Chris's room there. Taking it obviously notes. doesn't matter, uh, you know, how I do or what the ratings are or anything. You like could have that. an eighty share during the week that you run, and they're still going to say, "Well, there's tapes." And Neil Rogers. He's Neil Rogers. They want to hear Neil. That's They want to hear Neil. They don't want to hear some little Julio on there with his crappy altitude. That's correct. You're right. You couldn't please him, you know, if you shined his shoes and went up from there and washed his feet. But I ain't good. Now, now, that's something to think about. No, thank you. Now, let me ask you this. I'm just kind of curious. Okay. Because it's Good Friday. It is a legal holiday. Am I correct? Kids are out of school. Banks well, it's spring break, so it's not, you know. It's not what? The kids are out of school anyway. But what about the banks? Are the banks open today? I have no idea. Well, why the hell not? With a guy with the kind of money that you're making and you mm-hmm. don't know if the bank is open today? Good. What the okay. hell are you talking about? You're funny. You should be on the radio. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to end all of that after today. At 1 o'clock, I think I'm just, you know, that's it. And like I mentioned, was it last week? I think it's two weeks ago because you were there. You know, at, at any point, especially based on what they do for us, which is virtually nothing, at any point I could just say, hey, guess what? Because, first of all, I'm not looking. Uh, when you're young, you don't want to walk out of a job without giving advance notice because, you know, you're going to want to reference someday. You don't want them bad-mouthing you to your potential future employer. It's bad on your resume, right? Right. right. But when you're working for bastards like these, I mean, we finally got line one working again after two years. Josh couldn't believe it. He nearly fell off the chair. There it was. I just gave you the evidence. Line one is working after two years. And all the, all the other things, all the other chazerai, man, it just, they just will not make the effort. They don't care about that. It's not productive for them. The only thing that's productive for them is, uh, you know, how much money they can squeeze in. And did I hear that Pity Lenny is back? Did somebody tell me that or I have a bad dream? Well, I haven't heard it, so if you heard it, that's news to me. Who told me that, Chris? Who told me that Pity Lenny was back? Uh, that would be Miguel, I think. Yeah. That, yeah. that is correct. Go, go ask your good buddy Miguel in any language uh, that you I choose. Will. Well, that's just fine. What do you mean by that? Because we agreed that Pete Lenny was a crazy person, but he was a mover and a he shaker. Could, that's right. He could go out and sell a little bit here and there. He serviced his clients. Yeah. No pun intended. In fact, let's see. What is that? Uh, the little little red caboose? Was that the name of that place? No, that's not it. A uh, little old caboose, something like that. No. Little red cord, what is it? I don't care what mommy says about the meat. Daddy says shut up and keep on chewing. <laughs> oh. So he's back, Petey Lenny. I bet you he's going to be almost as effective as bringing Fat Boy back. That worked out real well. Well, they didn't bring him back. They just brought him in. We warned him. We told him. Didn't do any good. 891 votes on the poll. I'm pretty impressed with that because you know me. I'm heavy duty about that. I got a really good article here. Now that the U.S. Congress is investigating the truth of President Bush's statements about the Iraq war, they might look into one of his most startling assertions that there was a link between Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden. Critics dismissed that as an invention, but they were wrong. There was a link, but not the one that Bush was selling. 
The link between Hussein and bin Laden was their banker, BCCI. But the link went beyond the dictator and the jihadists. It passed through Saudi Arabia and stretched all the way to George W. Bush and his father. For your father. BCCI was the bank of credit and commerce international, a dirty offshore bank that then President Reagan's CIA used to run guns to Hussein, finance Osama bin Laden, move money in the illegal Iran Contra operation, and carry out other agency black operations. The Bushes also benefited privately. One of the bank's largest Saudi investors helped bail out, uh, bail out George W. Bush's troubled oil investments. BCCI was founded in 1972 by a Pakistani banker, Aga Hassan Abidi, with the support of Sheikh Zayed bin Sultan al-Nahyan, ruler of Abu Dhabi and head of the United Arab Emirates. Its corporate strategy was money laundering and became the banker for drug and arms traffickers, corrupt officials, financial fraudsters, dictators, and terrorists. All of these oh my God. things. All of these things. The CIA used BCCI, Islamabad, and other branches in Pakistan to funnel some of the $2 billion that Washington sent to Osama bin Laden's Mujahideen to help fight the Soviets in Afghanistan. It moved the cash to Pakistani military and government officials skimmed from USA to the Mujahideen. It also moved money as required by the Saudi intelligence services. The BCCI operation gave Osama an education in offshore black finance that would put to use when he organized the jihad against the U.S. He would move money through the Al Taqwa Bank operating in offshore Nassau in Switzerland with two Osama siblings as shareholders. At the same time, BCCI helped Saddam Hussein funneling millions of dollars to the Atlanta branch of the Italian government owned Banca Nazionale de Lavora, uh, Lavoro, Baghdad's U.S. bankers, so that from 1985 to 89 it could make $4 billion in secret loans to Iraq to help it buy arms. The Banca Nazionale de Lavoro. U.S. I just like saying it. U.S. Congressman Henry Gonzalez held a hearing on BNL in 1992, during which he quoted from a confidential CIA document that said the agency had long been aware the bank's headquarters was involved in the U.S. branch's Iraqi loans. Kickbacks from 15% commissions on BNL-sponsored loans were channeled into bank accounts held for Iraqi leaders via BCCI offices in the Cayman Islands, as well as in offshore Luxembourg and Switzerland. BNL was a client of Kissinger Associates, and Henry Kissinger was on the bank's international advisory board, along with Brent Scowcroft, who had become George Bush Sr.'s national security advisor. That connection makes the Bush administration's surprise and indignation at oil for food payoffs in Iraq seem disingenuous at best. Important Saudis were influential in the bank. Sheikh Kamal Adam, brother-in-law of the state of the late Saudi King Faisal, head of Saudi intelligence from 63 to 79, and the CIA's liaison in the area, became one of BCCI's largest shareholders. George Bush Sr. knew Adam from his time running the CIA in 75. Another investor was Prince Turkey bin Faisal al Saud, who succeeded Adam as Saudi intelligence chief. The family of Khalid Salam bin Mahfouz, owner of the National Commercial Bank, the largest bank in Saudi Arabia, banker to King Fahd, other members of the ruling family, bought 20 to 30 percent of the stock for nearly a billion dollars. Bin Mahfouz was put on the board of directors. The Arabs' interest in the bank was more than financial. A classified CIA memo on BCCI in the mid-1980s said that its principal shareholders are among the power elite of the Middle East, including the rulers of Dubai and the United Arab Emirates and several influential Saudi Arabians. They're less interested in profitability than in promoting the Muslim cause. The Bush's private links to the bank passed to Bin Mahfouz through Texas businessman James R. Bath, who invested money in the U.S. on behalf of the Saudi regime. In 76, when Bush was the head of the CIA, the agency sold some of the planes of Air America, a secret proprietary airline it used during the Vietnam War, to Skyway, a company owned by Bath and Bin Mahfouz. Bath then helped finance George W. Bush's oil company, Arbusto Energy, in 79 and 80. When Harkin Energy Corp., which had absorbed Arbusto, by then merged with Spectrum 7 Energy, got into financial trouble in 87, Jackson Stevens of the powerful politically connected Arkansas investment firm helped it secure $25 million in financing from the Union Bank of Switzerland. As part of that deal, a place on the board was given to Harkin shareholder Sheikh Abdullah Taha Baksh, whose chief banker was BCCI shareholder Bin Mahfouz. Then in 1988, George Bush Sr., 
was elected president. Harkin benefited by getting some new investors, including Salam bin Laden, Osama's half-brother, and Khalid bin Mahfouz. Osama bin Laden himself was busy elsewhere at the time organizing al-Qaeda. The money BCCI stole before it was shut down in 91, somewhere between $9.5 billion and $15 billion, made its 20-year heist the biggest bank fraud in history. Most of it was never recovered. International banks' complicity in the offshore secrecy system effectively covered up the money trail. But in the years after the collapse of BCCI, Khalid bin Mahfouz was still flush with cash. In 1992, he established the Mufawak Foundation in the offshore Channel Islands. The U.S. Treasury Department called it an al-Qaeda front that received funding from wealthy Saudi businessmen. When the BCCI scandal began to break in the late 80s, the senior Bush administration did what it could do to sit on it. The Justice Department went after the culprits, was virtually forced to only after New York District Attorney Robert Morgenthau did. But evidence about BCCI's broader links exists in numerous U.S. international investigations. Now could be a good time to take another look at the BCCI-Osama-Sodom-Saudi-Bush connection. All of these. Oh, my God. All of these, all of these things. <laughs> oh. How do you like that, huh? A rat. Kind of sounds like CCI. I want the CCA deal stopped now. Remember that in that movie that uh, Josh couldn't watch because he kept falling asleep? Mm-hmm. Talk about prescient and the prescience, man. That uh, Patty Chansky. Brilliant. Of course, now he's dead. So it goes, it goes to show you, no matter how smart you are, someday they're going to get you. The Grim Reaper, Lord of the Board. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. 28 past noon at QM. Hi there, you bastard. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries. Bow your head with great respect and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. Do whatever steps you want if you have cleared them with the pontiff. Everybody say his own, Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican right. Step into that small confessional They're the guy who's got religion I'll tell you if your sin's original If it is, try playing it safer Drink the wine and chew the wafer Two, four, six, eight Time to transubstantiate So get down upon your knees Fiddle with your rosaries Bow your head with great respect And genuflect, genuflect, genuflect Make a cross on your abdomen When in Rome, do like a Roman Ave Maria, gee, it's good to see Getting excited and started dramatic and doing the Vatican around. Hey! Virginary! Virginary! Now the Pope depends on you. Oi! And the powers you possess. Since you saved his life with your flying scissor knife.
message from yours truly. I mean, yeah, isn't that the least I can do is do some heathen crap today? You know, you're blowing out all these cat-licking bits. What are you going to leave for me? Oh, and guess what? Rob is a good guy after all. He's got a sense of humor. He understands just a radio show. He emailed good. me back good. and say, you're the best, and you ripped me an ass, and it's great, and he, he, he gets it. Show good. Show. And I, I wrote him back, and I said, you're okay with me, even though you don't look all that good. But he, he's clever, see? He stands between these two grotesque friends of his, like in bathing suits, and it makes him look al almost human, almost being the operative word. Uh-huh. Nice going, Rob. 9.18 on the pool. Oh, yeah, by 1 o'clock, by the time I get my fat ass out of here, we're going to be, uh, oh, you got a maid in the shade. I, I was concerned for you because you've already got, like, 84 strikes against you. Yeah, I just three. think of what would happen if we didn't make that 1,000. Oh, my God. They would say, you see, we told you when George is on, I mean, when Neil's on, it's 1,213. I had one day, he had 1,500-plus votes uh, on the show during the, uh, you know. <clears throat> and they would take a look at that and say, there's the evidence. In fact, they probably would they would print out the poll, you know, and come running in there and slap you in the face with it. Say, so see this? See this, George? <clears throat> you can't cut it. Mm -mm. I can cut the cheese, though. I bet you can. I know. Right I can in the face would be good. QAM, hello. Uh, hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I had a couple of questions for you. What was the source of that BCTI article? Uh, the one that I just uh, got you thrown away or reading? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Let me look in the garbage and find it. It's uh, commondreams.org. What is it, Common Dreams? I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Positive. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the other question was that uh, I just wanted to find out if that tune, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Is that on the website anywhere? Is that on the website, George? Oh, is that right? I don't know. No. You want me to check? I mean, you can if you want to. This sounds like a reasonable guy. He doesn't sound like he's giving you, like, uh, a hard time or a good time or even a bad time. I just happened, I missed it, uh, the week that you were playing it during... Uh, what, what is that thing called, George? I don't know. Describe it. You can't be Irish if you're gay. What is that called? Oh, God loves the God Irish. God loves the Irish. Because yeah, I want to play it for a guy. Because 
because it'll kill some good time. Isn't that right, sir? So it's, yes, not, it's not on the website. It's copyrighted it's material. Oh, it's copyrighted oh, oh. material. Oh, okay. Any chance I can hear it today? Right now. Thank you, sir. See ya. Bye-bye. Because it'll kill like 71 seconds. We'll be coming down Fifth Avenue upon St. Patty's Day. A great day for the Irish all across the USA. But figure what is this I hear? This cry and ballyhoo. There's a bunch of queers again this year who say that Irish too. Oh, God loves the Irish. Unless, of course, you're gay. If you are, you won't be marching upon St. Patty's Day. You can be a bum, a bucket of scum, sure, and that's okay. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. Now the order of Hibernians, those eminences grey, have delivered this pronouncement upon the blessed day. Sure, a little bit of heaven fell and nestled in the sea. But you're going straight to hell for homosexuality. Oh, God loves the Irish as long as men are men. Except perhaps the leprechauns, we've never been sure of them. You can be stinking drunk and hurling chunks, we'll laugh it all away. But you can't be Irish if you're gay. No, you can't be Irish if you're gay. Don't even try being Irish if you're gay. Okay, 21 till, uh, see, I told you they killed 71 seconds. Nice. Thank you very much, sir. And also, out of very nice facts, George says he's got a tear. It says, hey, Neil, in my opinion, there's no comparison between George and Josh slash Chris. Chris. George is intelligent, witty, and well-read on many subjects. Chris and Josh are, well, they're Chris and Josh. George, I don't want you to think I'm brown-nosing. It says, as four or five years ago, I would listen when Neil was on vacation. A few minutes was enough for me. George has really evolved into a good talk radio personality. Signed, P. Well, at least they didn't put the colon in the pee, which is right. sticking their tongue out. You know? I'm halfway through the box of tissues already. All right. Isn't that sweet? It is. And also, Sketchy. See, I, I turned on Sketchy. Yeah. Sketchy is oh. a fan. I think I should have... What? By the way, because Josh was just in here. You know, he hears the show and everything like that. And they're not going to drive a wedge between me and Josh. We're tight. <laughs> oh. I got news for him. He's half as affectionate with you as he is with me. Then you're going to oh, be good really guy. tight. Kid, baby. Oh, God. Oi. I'm dying out of here. Every good Christian knows a game to play. And it's not so very hard to do. The name of the game is the Bible says. If you interpret it the way we do, tell people you know the way. Invite them to your house. Take their possessions away.
going to stick that mezuzah on the doorframe, baby, whatever you're doing. Now, what, what does that mean? Mezuzah uh, means doorframe? It means uh, doorframe, yeah, I guess. Or door well, decoration. Like Isn't that? that what you said? It means uh, bubble mice is what oh, it means. Oh, by the way, before you uh, you know jet on out of here, uh, you should know that I got your package of tickets. Oh, you got the Marlin stuff. Yeah, yeah I went down and asked right. Chris did it. You know, Chris has his value. Despite what these people say, I never, I never knock Chris. Just no, but because the, of the fact know, that he's uh, fat and surly, I never knocked him. He kisses my ass big time, and it paid off because uh, that's redundant, him. isn't it? Fat and surly. Yeah, whatever. So what should You're I do You're with them? What should you do with my tickets? Yeah. Them. Mail them to my uh, PO box. I. How's that sound? Okay. Because otherwise, if you leave them laying around, then you'll come in on Monday. Oh, gee, Neil's Marlin tickets are all, you know, like that. Or somebody will rifle yeah. through them and pick up and cherry pick it and take all the uh, good games. I almost said, gosh darn. Yeah. By the way, uh, Sketchy, you know, he uh, he or them, the band, whatever, Sketchy, you know that group, the local group? Uh, no. Well, he right wanted to hand. be a friend on here, and I, read, I turned it down because there's no, it's just a picture of an alarm clock, you know, and there's nothing on it. Oh, let me, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, but it's a group. It's a band. He's got a few friends, 269 friends to be exact, and some of them might even be like real people. So whatever. Hey, look, so, here uh, comes Miguel to uh, cherry pick. Get away from my tickets, you maniac. Get away from the car, mother scratcher. He's cherry picking. Yeah, cherry. <laughs> He's cherry picking my Marlin tickets, you maniac. No, you're going to have to uh, ask very nicely. You're going to have to request for spray. You know, and if they're not wanted by somebody else. He wants else, today's. He wanted, you can have today's. Now, let me ask you about those seats, Miguel, because uh, you're the expert. Where Are those really good seats? He doesn't well, know. You've used them. What, what do you mean you're laughing? You've used them. I have used them. And? They're great seats. Yeah. See, there you go. Where, where are they? They're 13 rows up. They're awesome. On what, on the first base side? This is on the first base side, yes. Oh, that, that's good. That's what I like, on the first base side, 13 rows up. What's not to like? The oh, you, can have you. The one, you can have the ones for today. Right, they're in my hands. And in exchange for that, just uh, keep a close watch on uh, on that MySpace project of yours, okay, while I'm away? You got it. And don't, and don't mess with it. Don't be potching around with all my good friends on there either. Don't be uh, sticking your nose in there where it don't belong. I'll, I'll leave them alone. I, I will guarantee you that that man right there has read every email that I've sent and received since, since day one. I guarantee you. Trust me, I have not. And, and you wouldn't want to either. You'd be in tears right now. But I told him. <laughs> <laughs> I want no part of those emails. And what does that mean? That's anyway, you're gay. Gay. sketchy gay. will send it, but he's never going to do it before one o'clock because I can see he's not even on online now. Uh, you know, so I'll, I'll do it from over there. I'll I'll let him in. Okay, so you got the tickets for today? Good. We got the tickets, and well, I'm going to have no, the go mail now. Don't let him go diving through those, or there won't be anything gone. You know, that's that's one of the few perks I get out of that damn place beside the eighty zillion dollars. I mean, who the hell wants cash when you can have tickets to ball games they have no interest in? How about some Panthers playoff tickets? <laughs> would be really good. Or some Toronto Maple Leaf playoff tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about El Foldo. Let's talk some hockey the last few minutes. That should set it up for George in a one to two hour. So what are you going to do between one and two? Oh, play music, make stuff up. <laughs> talk about crack cocaine and adultery on Good Friday. Oh, excellent. That sounds good to me. That's why I, play, I played every irreverent, well, not everyone, but I played as many irreverent uh, bits as I could possibly come up with. That sure. Last I'll play the rest of them. So. Yeah, you play with, or play the same ones over again. Got some surprises up my sleeve too, because you know it's a lot of pressure on me to fill in for you. Oh, I know that, and and, and don't be surprised. I, I wouldn't plan for the whole hour just quite yet. 
Because don't surprise, like, if you're not doing a really sensational hour, like at about 20 after 1, if Joe comes waltzing in there, well, how good, buddy. <laughs> We've got that tape in there that Chris has got all queued I wouldn't up. have had to come in if not for that. If not for what? That 1 o'clock hour. You know, if they were going to play some tapes, they should have told me I'd stay home today. I, I didn't ask you to come in for the whole show. I said that I'm leaving No, but what am I going to do, come in at 1 o'clock? I mean... Well, what, what would be wrong with that? Because I, I want my day. I'm going to take a day off somewhere sometime. I, I want the whole day, so I'm going to come in for the whole day so I can take a whole day. You can take a whole day anytime you want. All right, see you. <laughs> Other than today. Now, one thing i got to be careful about not doing here is because the last time we did this, when I split at 1 o'clock, I think I left you hanging because I'm used to, you know, back timing up to the, uh, you know, the end of the show, to 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so I did the thing. I don't know what that, whatever the hell I did, it was not right. It wasn't good. So I'm going to try to do better today. Or I could just play, I could do the break now and leave you like an extra four minutes, but that would be bad. Let's go back over that pool here one more time. 933. You can already tell my voice. I got my shoes on, my pantaloons, my shirt. I'm fully dressed. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to hit the road, Jack. 933 votes. Boy, oh boy, a piece of cake. We'll have about 950 or close to it by the top of the hour. You could you could lay on the floor in there and play some of that horrible music that you're known for playing and still get 1,000 votes. Am I right, Chris? Correct. We set you up real good. We, hand, we handed it over to you in really good shape. It's like those relay races, you know, and they hand you the baton, and they've been running like a bat out of hell. Now it's up to you. You're grabbing the baton. All right. Just don't squeeze it too tight. The first thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their blank. That's good poll today. Now, who'd that come from? Charlie B. Thank you, Charlie. It's about time. Now, Charlie's okay. I just like ripping him ass because he deserves it because he's too obsessed with me. Okay, let's have some polls. For example, this poll here today is not about Neil. Thank you, Charlie. It's about freaking time. When Neil farts, does it tell you what he had for breakfast? Is that? And I didn't have any bacon this morning either. I'm pretty peeled about that. What I needed to do was, and I could have done it. I could have gone out at 8 o'clock and gone to the market and got me some of my nukable bacon, and I, but I didn't do it. And you want to know why? Why? Because I'm going to eat like a pig on a plane. I imagine. Not good, but they just keep bringing the food. They keep bringing more and more. Kevin Crew, take your seats. I just, I love that. Kevin Crew. The first thing I notice about a person I'm attracted to is their face, 299, breasts, 185, butt, 122, eyes, 93, smile, 39, I hate this pool, only 31, a mere 3.3%. Hair, 28, legs, 27, body shape, 21, teeth, 16, bulge, 15, feet, 13, clothes, 13, their hips, 10, height, 5, shoes, 5. It's a good thing they don't look at my shoes because then they'll say I'm not wearing any socks and you get all upset about that. Who was? I'm not, I'm not wearing any socks. So? Hands four, abs four, shoulders two, arms two, and that one, whoever voted for jewelry way back in the beginning, it must have been yesterday when I put the poll on there, thank goodness for you because otherwise jewelry would be lonely. Jewelry would be all alone. And that would be bad. So it's got one vote. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking about whether I want to, you know, do the break now or, the, I mean, what difference does it make? I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to pretend like I'm, you know, on the way out of here or something like that. That would be really bad. But you, you are. Know? Yeah, I am. I know. You're right. I got my when, when I tell you that I got my shoes on, it's like on Woodbine Wednesday. Know. I wish Chris would have said on Wednesday or Josh or both of them. Hey, listen, don't be in such a big hurry just because we got the ball game. You know, go to lunch, have yourself a nice leisurely lunch, kill a couple hours, then you won't lose so much today. That would have been a good idea, Chris. Keep would you have listened to us? next time? 
for next time, and I think it's on May the 2nd when we have a Marlin game at 1 o'clock on a Wednesday, keep that in mind. And say, hey, listen, you old queen, just go to lunch now. Like, like in that uh, drop-in we got. If I could find it. Oh, I'll find it. The one where he says... Go to lunch, George. Go to lunch. All right. Will you go to lunch? And then, because uh, you know, the later you go, uh, the more you might actually have a couple bucks when you come back. Unlikely. Rogers to add in the uh, Sun Sentinel today. I find it highly insulting as a Catholic that you people could even put such an advertisement in the paper. How dare you all be so insulting to us? It's the Christmas season, and you represent him as the Pope. You think we're so stupid? It was hateful, and it shouldn't have been done. I wonder if this was something to do with his Judaism, whether we could say, well, it's anti-Semitic, it's racism, so it shouldn't be done. But the Catholics can be picked around like this. Neil Rogers is an insult. How dare you people do this? Take out an apology to think size of that ad in the newspaper no. to all of us. No. Ow, wow, wait a second, man. What do you think the teacher's going to look like this year? Whoa! Five sixty WQAM. I hate starting at, at one o'clock. Well, I hate starting at ten too. But you know, what are you going to do with an hour except maybe uh, play some music? I could talk about uh, the the fun we had over at the um, what's it even called now? I keep calling it the Hollywood Beach Resort, the one right on the end of Hollywood Boulevard. I, I love that place. I uh, used to. Well, it's a nice looking hotel. That's the kind of hotel that you would want to buy. Like right there, right at the end, you go over the bridge, you see it right in front of you. It used to be pink. They got a mall. Down underneath, it's half empty. And by half, I mean uh, 90% empty. And uh, and thank God for it. That's the reason I 
fired off that song, uh, I rediscovered a whole bunch of music. I forgot about the whole Richard Cheese collection that I had in there, and I don't think we played that when we were enjoying Richard Cheese the first time around. But that's all I had to do is uh, listen to my uh, Walkman. Now, how many days were you there? We were there for three nights while the house got tented because uh, I live in a house of filth. Oh, hi, honey. How you doing? Hope you feel better. Uh, the the mold over there, the mold and mildew in the uh, on the carpets in the hallways really did a number on her. She's got the asthma thing going, and and boy, did it do a number. The five year old, you know, the elevator doors opened up. And the five year old was like, "What smells? What's that smell?" And I said, "That's the smell of our new home for the next three days." Um, and, uh, you know, the weather was great, at least the weather was, not that that helped me at all, because I don't want to, I don't want the sun to see me anymore, ever. What, what's, what's the point? Who, who am I going to tan up for? For the wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, despite what some people might think, I'm very fair-complected. Not as, not as fair as you are, Pinky. Yeah, well, you know, what can I say? I'm <laughs> Irish. Exactly. So I don't want the sun to see me. I break out not just in, in freckles, but I get those red things anymore. I don't want the sun to see me. You know what's funny about going to a, a tourist-oriented hotel when you're a local is the the local people who work there, they know that you're a local because you're you're milk white. You know, saying, so, oh, you people are from around here, aren't you? And I said, how can you tell? Because we're glowing. We're glowing white. We don't have a tan on. And you're not lobster red. And we're not lobster red. We don't have the, the tourist tan. We're not beet red. And, and another thing, why do I want to go to the beach and see all the pie walking by? What, what am I going to do with that image? What am I going to do with that knowledge? Am I going to, you know, follow them down the beach? Hey, baby, rub some lotion on you. Getting a little red around the shoulders over there. I got some 30 SPF block. Maybe you could have made some uh, money on the side by Massage giving lotion to the girls. Yeah, yeah, right. When, and, and all the married guys know this. All the family guys know this because I asked you. I said, you know what's fun about a family vacation? Nothing. Nothing. So you knew the answer already. Most people wait for you to tell them. And it's like, no, I, I didn't know if you knew. Because everyone else's fun and comfort, that's your responsibility. That's your problem. And, and it wasn't fun because we had to unload all the food out of the house and everything else. And we had to board the puppy. See, we call over there. The reason that we booked the... Um, that hotel is because they said that they took pets. And then, oh, psych, we don't. So it wasn't fun. Well, what's up with that? I, it's up, it was the, the whole ambiance of the thing. You know, they charge for everything. I know it's been a long time since I've been in a hotel kind of a situation. If you want a towel, that's a charge. They really? advertise in, internet, high-speed internet access, wireless internet access in all the rooms. Yeah, that's a charge. For a charge. Right. Whatever you want, that's a charge. We feel very lucky because other people were complaining that the rooms were nasty. At least our room was uh, was very nice. And and so we had a good time. And and I don't care about all the charges. Just just give it to me. Don't make me wait for my umbrella. I'm cooking. I'm getting the tan I don't want to have. I want a beach umbrella. I mean, not the beach umbrella, but the uh, poolside umbrella. You want an umbrella? That's a charge. Fine. Here I am. With I got a wad of money. I knew that I knew that everybody was going to have their hand out, so I was ready for it. Just bring it to me, Haitian. Bring it to me. The Haitians will make you miss the Mexicans. Did the Haitians just kill and eat the Mexicans when they came over here? Didn't it used to be Mexicans over there? Everywhere? Well, didn't we just have a uh, hundred of them come in recently? Well, I know where they're the working. 
And Neil's always talking about the uh, Jamaican women with their imperious attitude. At least the Jamaicans, I tried to explain this to Neil before, the Jamaicans fought the British off eventually. They had their own uh, slave revolt in Jamaica, and they, they fought the white man and won. And so if they have an attitude, at least they have an excuse for their attitude. What's your excuse, Haitian man, Haitian woman, not wanting to seat us for the breakfast uh, buffet, even though I got a fistful of vouchers over here? Just give me the vouchers. I'm not going to give you the vouchers unless you can tell me that they're, you know, it's checkout day today. And if I can't get a table, we're not going to make our checkout time. So if you tell me that there's a table somewhere that you're going to clear off one of these tables that's all messy because half the tables are empty, but, uh, you know, they got the other people's mess still on them, then I'll give you my fistful of vouchers. Just give me the vouchers. Just give me the vouchers. Are you going to give me a table? Just give me the vouchers. Have a nice day. And you complain to the desk. Do you think the the fellow Rodriguez working the desk cared? Do you think she cared? No. 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 This is the way it's all going. You know, this is just one place, but that's that's the way the world now, isn't it? No service, no quality, no nothing. It's gone. It's a memory. I sound like one of these old farts. In my day, hey, that that was just, you know, a few years ago. That wasn't even that long ago. Service gone. I suppose people are going to call up and like, well, you stayed at the wrong place. Hey, how am I supposed to know? The place where we stayed, the one time that we had to do something similar, I forget whether it was tenting or something, we went over to the beach, there was a, um, a motel kind of a place, and it was just fine. They had the really big adjoining rooms. We were able to put the kids in one room, ourselves in the other room. It was very important. Uh, it had a kitchenette so you could take care of your own food Ooh, situation, yeah. and uh, you know they didn't charge you for a cushion by the pool. And it was great, but they uh, they closed it down. It's gone now. And we did the online research. The whole we take pets thing was the deciding factor of that whole thing. And then, psych, we don't. Now, did you guys call ahead of time and see if they took pets? Or yeah, you just went yeah, and they yeah, said they did? Yeah, right. Exactly. Of course. That's awesome. Yeah, well, that's what you get now. That's the way of the world, especially down here in South Florida. I only ha- you know, we only know our own environment. I haven't been in a hotel anywhere else in a very long time. So maybe... Uh, I don't know, in Orlando it's a better situation because of the whole Disney World thing. As a matter of fact, I got a Disney credit card. Hey, thank you, Tony's. There's Tony's. You think I'm going to have time for that Greek salad now? Oh, well, that's too late. Tony's, thank you very much. Uh, 193rd and Northwest 7th, uh, 2nd. Wait, I don't even know where we are anymore. And I was only gone four days. It's 441 and 193rd Street. Tony's, great place. Got a surprise coming up after this next break. And I should probably spend a little moment setting it up because not a lot of people uh, know who Allison is. I guess, does Hank talk about her on the air? Oh, of course. Our hearts collectively go out for Allison with the exception of the Beast and Robert Grieper who hate her. That's no lie, right? I mean, that's... And, and I don't that, know if they still have those feelings, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think everyone should feel sorry for Allison because she is the token female in this corner of the building in this uh, glorified locker room sausage fest that we call a radio station over here. And uh, she's just uh, a peach. What do you want to say about Allison? She's a sweetheart. Very nice. She is. I mean, you can joke with her. You know, she doesn't she, get mad. She's got a good sense of humor, but she has, uh, she has crippling shyness, so we're going to embarrass her on the air. What else would you do with someone who has crippling shyness, shrinks from attention, doesn't want their picture taken, doesn't want to be talked about? What do you do with a person like that? But drag them kicking and screaming onto the air and, uh, and give them a lot of attention that they don't want. Like, so if you do like all the sun that I got that I didn't want. If you want to see her brighten up, 
Just start talking about gossip, celebrity gossip. Celebrity and gossip? Oh, great. So we have something to uh, to chit-chat about since I can't talk sports with her. Although, hey, who took second place in the March Madness pool here in the radio station? Yeah, yeah. They're pursing their lips at me even still. I know nothing about college sports. I didn't even go by the numbers. I, I chose some upsets. And I took second place. How do you like that? And who took first? The Beast's Wife. How uh, Eat that, sport holes. Anyway, we're going to start embarrassing Allison right after this next break. 112 on All Embarrassment Radio, 560 QAM. Here's Butch Show. If it wasn't for Suds, there'd be no show. No show. No show. She works for a radio station, the gayest sports format in town. In a part of the building populated by men, she's the only girl around. She has to take orders from Hank Goldberg And every afternoon around three She has Hank to thank for a back kiss of nerves You can hear him yell and scream Allison Go get me some candy Allison I want my M&M's Allison This rat infested crap house Allison Where's my cheddar cheese? And why is it so stinking cold in here? I'm so cold. I hate this place. This place isn't mismanaged. There's no management here. Where's my stinking Italian dressing? How can they forget my Italian dressing? Allison! There ain't no ventilation. Allison! Ain't no ventilation in this crap hole. Allison! Where's Joe Bell? Allison! The Raleigh Mafia. Allison! Not direct a stupid piece of crap. Allison! He's not in my circle of trust. Allison! Where's my liverwurst sandwich? Allison! Can I have a pillow? I want my pillow now. I like beer. <laughs> Interviews and, uh, and business has to stop for the radio show, Allison. And, and we love you. We all love you dearly. Welcome to the glorified locker room that we call a radio station. Okay, you're dismissed. You can go back to that uh, beer, you know, busy work that, they, uh, that they're having you do one-on-one interviews with all the producers. As if, to what end? Nobody in this place knows anything about radio. There never was that first person who taught the other person how to, you know, run a board, edit tape, edit sound, uh, read these meters, these little meters. They think that uh, they're here for decoration, these lights, these meters, uh, little, uh, you know, they bounce around. It's just decoration. It's like, it's like when you're watching some sci-fi show and, you know, they have the wall of blinking lights that mean nothing. That's what all the guys that work here think all that stuff's for. You don't understand any one piece of equipment in here. And you're going to have a one-on-one with these people? To what end? They show them a picture of a football player and then watch their crotch and see if the wrinkles, uh, you know, leave their jeans and then they're hired. That's the hiring criteria here. That smell of pizza is driving me nuts and I don't want to eat any. You understand what a pig, when you're, when you're on vacation and, and you're eating out, eating out, you eat all the wrong things. Although i got to say this about my experience over there at the, uh, let's just call it the Hollywood Beach Resort because I, I guess the hotel that exists there now is a, a Ramada. But in the uh, under part of it, sort of the walkway behind it, they have, well, they have the uh, O'Malley's, which is fine. That's the bar that's right by the pool over there. And that's a, it's a fine bar and, uh, and restaurant. But here's a little unsung place, kind of tucked away underneath the walkway, right next to where they rent the bicycles, is Nats, with an N, not a G. Nats. And it's kind of a, a 
not a whole lot of items on the menu, but what they do, they do right. And I had like some shrimp scampi or something. It was phenomenal. I mean, it was it was great. And it's always the little touches that that clue you in on how much people care, how much the chef cares about something. They had you know the little Parmesan bread was really thin yet yet soft but firm. And here here's the best part. It was just it was lightly sprinkled with with the finest grated Parmesan cheese, like they grated it with a molecular grater. It was like like fresh Parmesan. It was dusted. Sl- yeah, yeah. And the bread just melted in your mouth, and the Parmesan cheese just melted in your mouth, and the and the pasta was actually fresh and al dente, like you know, not like they had a, this pot of pasta that they make in the morning on Monday and then use it the whole for a little rest of the week. So it was really good, and the, and the wife's food was good, and the, the daughter had a burger. And it, and it was good. So I just want to make a special mention to, the, uh, to that place. It's worth the uh, the valet charge. How, the valets were great. The val- well, I'm trying to find good things to say. The valets were uh, were right on the ball, top notch. And and maybe because I'm a tip and fool. You know, I was even going up above and beyond the normal Cuban tip level. Cubans are are uh, chronic tippers. It's all about show. You understand? When, when you're hanging with the Cubans, you understand that they have to show how much money they have by, by making a very uh, visible display of tipping and over-tipping in case you hadn't noticed. No, I haven't. I went even beyond that. You know, I just, I walked in waving. I, I fanned my money out like it was some fan, like a Japanese fan or something, waved it out. I was like, Did you I'm a rain? tipper, serve me. Did I what? Make it rain? No, it didn't rain until uh, afterwards. What, is that some no, joke? No, that, that's, that's the new thing where, you know, you, you throw your money up in the air. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't do that. But I'll tell you what: if it had gotten the Haitian guy to bring me my umbrella faster, I would have made a a freaking downpour. I would have rained all over his ass. Just please, God, bring me the umbrella. I'm blistering right now, right before your eyes. You can see my skin blistering. Look, Miguel, I'm tanner than you've ever seen me in my life. That's that's the best tan you'll ever see on me right now. The incidental tan, the accidental tan, just a little bit of sun that caught me running between shaded areas. All uh, for the whole last week. QAM, hello. Yeah, you are. QAM, hello. Hello. Georgie. So, What's up, buddy? You tell me. Hey, you could have stayed at my house. I wasn't there for a couple of days. Uh, was your wife? Ah. Uh, <laughs> she goes where I go. I see. Well, she Unfortunately, so does mine. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like a, it's an invisible rope and chain that we have in between our It's angles. not invisible at all. You should uh, see mine. Remember those two Haitian people, because they might be the ones that will show up at your next garage Dude. sale. Where does the attitude come from? Yeah. That's the claim to fame. Yeah, I know, I know. You, you would think that we owe them. Because, you know, the people say, well, what about the Cubans? Well, the Cubans took over the community. What? You know, or does that not earn you an attitude? Maybe, maybe not. But nevertheless, they you can't, they, there isn't a politician that can get elected in Dade County without a Z on the end of their name. So, so there you go. There's a, you know, an, an attitude uh, excuse. And then they have the same attitude when they go to the garage sales. Really? Well, oh, you, you oh you're right. I, forgot. I talked about that. Yes, you did have Haitian ninjas. ninjas fell out of the sky and were picking through these fine shirts going, I'll give you a quarter. I'll give you a quarter. It's like, this Thank is a you. Van Heusen shirt still in the wrapper for $5, for Christ's sake. I'll give you a quarter. I'll give you a quarter. She's probably the same one that was taking care of your Maybe. The, rest. the voucher lady. There you I'll go. give you a quarter for the voucher. Well, there you go. Next time she comes to your roster, tell her, no, if you don't have a voucher, you can't get the shirt. Maybe. All right, buddy. All right, take it easy. QAM, hello. Yeah, it's line nine. Did you notice did what, know? not what line that was that we were just listening to? Uh, was it one? Yes, it was. Well, I, line one came on before I was gone, and we were right here. It came up, like, in the middle of the show. Oh, did it? I was it? still I here when it came up. Listen, I smoke a lot of dope. What's your excuse? 
well, for, you know. for having a bad memory. A uh, contact high. Maybe. So let's go through, you know, and we're, we can talk next week since I'll be doing the show all next week. I know, yeah, tune out now. Make your make your plans to find something else to do now. We'll assume that if you're listening and calling in, that, you know, that you like it. 300, if you haven't already seen it, see it now while it's still in theaters. Definitely. Some of us have already pirated a high-quality DVD copy of it. Why is everybody in the room smiling? Why is everybody in the room smiling? Well, I thought I was the only pirate around here. I guess not. This is like the freaking uh, mutiny on the bounty. This is the bounty over here. This is the Jolly Roger, this whole uh, studio right now. This is a movie made to be seen in theaters. A lot of people don't like the theater experience. I like it as long as, you know, you get a good seat, people aren't yelling all around you, and the movie is something that's very visually enjoyable, visually compelling. This thing was made for... Made to be on, a, on ma- the movie screen, it's, yeah. It's moving art. Pure and simple. There isn't a scene in that movie that isn't just a pleasure to watch. I don't want to say eye candy because I get accused of saying that a lot, and I think Neil maybe heard me say it once in my life. Look, there's something for everyone. I I know Miguel's talking about the torsos. Oh, yeah, wall-to-wall torsos. Ladies, torsos. But there's a runaway nipple or two or three. Correct. I I counted three nipples. Anyone else? Anyone counted any more nipples? No, no, no. One girl showed two nipples, and then there was the... um, Queen. I guess it's the Oracle. Who, oh, who yeah. That, that swimming around in space thing. It was cool. As a matter of fact, it made me really wish I had some acid. Anyone? Anyone? Acid? I'll pay for the tickets if you guys have a, you know, a gel tab. This is, this is the movie. If you've, if you've been saving your acid, since it hasn't been around for a long time, this is the movie to waste it on, to spend it on. It will be very well spent tripping acid during this movie. It's just a beautiful movie. And there's something for everyone. I know Miguel It's not got lots of torsos. Listen, you need to look at it this way. Guys who are dating, I know, I ain't even going to go there. They want to go to a movie. There's always that conflict. The chicks want to go see a chick flick. And the guys want to go see something with a lot of bloodshed or action. This has something for everyone. You've got all these washboard torsos that the women are just going to be drooling over. And then those guys with those torsos proceed to start hacking up on people. Cutting off arms, legs, limbs, sticking swords Head. through necks and eyes and chests, and uh, and it's all great stuff. Obviously, you know the Spartans wore a little bit more armor than that, than a leather speedo and a red cape. But nevertheless, this is about art. And and, and obviously, Xerxes wasn't a uh, an eight foot eight tall foot old, gay. Yeah. Guy. Well, he might have been gay. I don't know, but he was probably like an old bearded guy. By the way, here's like a little bit of trivia for the people who watch Lost. A couple weeks ago, they had this little side story about these two people that uh, were con artists and they wind up getting buried alive. The guy that winds up getting buried alive alive on Lost was the guy that played Xerxes, the giant gay guy, in, uh, in 300. So it's Friday, a lot of people going out wondering what to do. Go see 300. It's been out for a while. It's been setting some records. Rightly so. It ain't, like, long on plot. It doesn't have a great, huge, giant plot. It's pretty much straight up. Persians are attacking. Spartans are defending. I ain't going to tell you who wins, because look it up on Wikipedia. It's a matter of history. It's all fantastic. They got fantastic stuff going on and fantasy creatures, and I don't think Xerxes was really eight feet tall. Uh, you know, and he, the army wasn't and a million If he was gay, I, I don't imagine that he was that gay, because who was? Who was as gay as, the, as, as they made that guy in the movie with his gold-painted body and his long gold fingernails and whatnot? But it's, it's just something to see. 
And if there's something else out there that's as good as that to see, because the weekend's coming up, I would love to see something so that I can praise it or trash it for the whole next week. I'd like to know what that is. What, Ninja Turtles? I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. Somebody think of that and then call when we come back. 127 on All Time Killing Radio, 560 QAM. Friday. I grew up in a Catholic way, served as an altar boy every Sunday. After Mass, the priest would ask if I could stay late, then ask me to go on a little date. He warned me that an angry God wouldn't be pleased. If I didn't get down on my knees And that nobody should ever know That he showed me his holy role Altering boys when they wear a dress Comes in handy for easy access They reach up under there and give it a grab And like it best when their nuts sack sags The parents got mad at him when he got caught at least until the Vatican paid them all off They shipped him out to Arizona to a retreat To get forgiven by the Pope and kiss his little brown ring do 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 so got some faxes over here. 27 till 2, 560 QAM. In the magazine in your mailbox today or tomorrow, Best of Hollywood, there are some $50 off. Is it, I, that can't be $50, maybe $5 off. Whatever, This is. look at the handwriting here, Chris, so you know that it's not just me going blind. Yeah, I think. It's a little bit challenging. Uh, coupons for Nat's Beach Cafe. That's the place that I was talking about. Also, just north, try the Mexican Mamacitas, says Harv. Thanks, Harv. Worked on that handwriting. Nat's Beach Cafe. And another thing I liked about Nat's Beach Cafe is, and I don't know if the guy was, I don't know if it was Nat, but, uh, and I don't know if he was the cook wearing an apron, but this dude wearing an apron kept coming out to see how everything was. Not the waitress who was, by the way, kind of cute. And by kind, I mean very. Um... Kept coming out to see how everything was and if they could do anything else for us, etc. How do you like that? How often does that happen? On the heels of me talking about how, how service has just gone away. Where it's gone, I don't know. If you know where it is, call up and, uh, and let us know so that we can uh, go and enjoy that. And also got a fax here from Will saying uh, the Haitians did um, free themselves. And look how far they've come. Toussaint Levalchieu actually fought off the Spanish and the French in 1803 to form the first independent Caribbean Republic, or is that Caribbean you choose? And the first black republic, one of Haiti's issues came from the fact that even into the 20th century, Haiti had to pay France 150 million francs, now 4 to 6 billion U.S. dollars in an indemnity to maintain their freedom. Well, if they were so tough, why didn't they just say, Hey, foot de toile, Frenchmen! That doesn't sound like, uh, like they achieved very much. They had to continuously pay, pay ransom. I'm sorry, I, you know, I haven't, with the exception of that yard sale, which I completely forgot about, and I wasn't the one that had to encounter the Haitians, I've always had a very positive opinion of the Haitians, and everyone that I talked to always said, oh yeah, very hardworking, very hardworking, yeah, sure, why not? I give everyone the benefit of the doubt, no more, thanks to that last uh, experience I had. QAM, hello. Hey. Hey. How you doing, man? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good. Hey, listen, you know. I don't follow all the movies you see. I mean, I, I can only follow one guy here, you know, station, which is Neil. Right. But I'll tell you, I don't know if you've seen this or not. Have you seen Shooter? No. Oh, dude. Oh. Is this a out in theaters or cable? It's on, it's in the theaters it's in right theaters. now. Go okay. to Shooter. You like Mark Wahlberg, Danny Glover. 
You know, Marky Mark, I keep talking about that. No, everyone laughed at him when he was going to be going into movies, and I was one of them. He has been a, a great actor in everything he's been in. Even if the movie stunk, he showed up and took it seriously if no one else did. I mean, did you like Invincible? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and here he plays a totally different character, but, you know, very intense. He's a very intense actor. But I tell you what, if, if you remember the old Gallagher concerts uh, with oh, yeah. the watermelons blowing sure. up, I tell you, Shooter, you're going to see heads blowing up just like watermelons all, all right. over the place. Well, then there's one for me to see this weekend. Hey, listen, one quick question for you. What's the deal with people selling shrimp on the street corner? I, I make fun of that all the time. I call it road shrimp. Like, hey, let's buy some road shrimp. Like, you don't know where it's come from, how old it is. Shrimp off the back of a rusty pickup truck. I tell you, listen, how do I get off work tomorrow? Let me see. I know. I'll buy shrimp off the street and get oh, the dog. You don't, have right, to go that, you don't have to go that far. Just go buy some at the supermarket and leave it in the sun. Okay, take care. Take it over to the Hollywood Beach Resort and ask for an umbrella and your shrimp will uh, never get it. At QAM, hello. Hey, George. How are you? Hey, good. Uh... Grindhouse. Oh, Grindhouse is out already? Comes out tonight. Okay, then that's what wins. I'll see that Sunday morning. We we call that church. Instead of going to church like all the Getchkis do, especially uh, now that it's Good Friday, we want to thank all the Catholics for continuing to fund the pedophile church. You must love pedophiles since you give them all your money. Uh, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, and, and it makes it a Good Friday after all. And uh, Oh, it's going to be a Good Friday come 2 o'clock. And Mark, Mark uh, that Marky Mark fella... He was good in uh, Boogie Nights. Okay. I didn't see that. I want to see that. Oh, it was awesome. Really? get it. Okay. I'll steal it. it. I'll steal it like I stole 300. Well, I don't feel like I stole 300 since I went to see it in the theater twice, and I took people with me and paid, so I feel very justified downloading my copy and, uh, you know, burning it for friends. That lady's boobies bounced around, like, quite a bit. Yeah, they did. Jesus Christ. Have a great weekend. Have several. QAM, hello. (laughs) Yeah, you are. QAM, hello. Yeah, I know. QAM, hello. Not like people say. Hello. Hey, um, I heard a long time ago you guys promoting some Weird Al concert. Are you guys still giving away tickets to that? On this radio station? Yeah, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm anyone? Like, anyone? Chris? Anyone know yeah. about uh, us giving away tickets to the Weird Al concert on this radio station? Not that I've heard. Sorry. Thanks, man. Wish I could help you. Go freeload somewhere else. QAM, hello. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, brother? And listen, you know, um, I remember just before 300 came out, they were hyping up that they were going to show it at the IMAX. And wouldn't D- you know hey, I waited to the thank day you. they were going to show it? And I was pissed off when I went on. Thank you for day. reminding me about that. We kept checking the listings, checking the listings. I want to see that at the IMAX. I heard the same thing you did. Oh, in theaters and IMAX. And I'm checking online. I'm looking at the paper. I want to go to the IMAX to see that thing. That would be great. And no. Hey, nothing. Nothing. You're right. Nothing. They you were know, jerking I mean, us around. I mean, well, I'm on my way to um, my video store now, so I'm gonna any anything you might uh, think I should be watching that. Uh... The Departed. Is it okay. out on video already? Yeah, it's out on video. Okay, that's what Chris okay. says. The Departed. I didn't. I didn't have a, a choice for you. The Departed. Oh, I saw it. That's what Chris says. So if you don't like it, see, my choices come with a money back guarantee. Well, he's I know you, I know you hate Matt Damon, but uh, what about that Good Shepherd movie? I don't hate Matt Damon. Oh no. No. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Uh, no, no, no problem with Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Have you seen the Shepherd by any chance? No. Oh, okay. I'll check I, it I out. guess I'll check it out. Thanks a lot. Have a good. See the thing. You too have a several ones. See, I'm um, I'm paying the uh, the big big cable bill. You know, the one with everything. If it's a Comcast service, I got it. If it's a channel they carry, 
I got it. I got I'm, I'm like whatever the bill is, as much as they can charge someone, that's me. So I feel like I need to wait for things to come out on cable so that I'm getting my money's worth. Does that sound cheap or idiotic? No, it sounds fine. Okay. I mean, if I do feel like I can't wait for something, then, uh, of course, I'll steal it like everyone else. QIM, hello. Smart. QIM, hello. Hey, George, what's up, man? You tell me. Hey, look, uh, the two things real quick. Have you seen the South Park show, the one about the naggers? Are you kidding no, me? No. First of all, here, it's something that, since, since we don't know each other, just Good. understand this. I don't miss a South Park episode. Oh, no, no, I got you. I got and you. if I miss it on Wednesday, I'll catch it on Thursday. And if, hey, I catch it on, and if I miss it on Thursday, I must have been killed. No, 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 I, I That was that. insane. Did you see the most recent one, though, this Wednesday's, oh, last no. night? Um, no, no. Oh, 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 hey. Don't, don't, okay, don't no. declare that your favorite one yet. Don't say, don't say, please, don't say. Dude, <laughs> no, I see it's all about Catholics and the Easter Bunny and everything, and oh. I thought we were going to die. I thought I was getting kicked in the stomach the whole episode no, last you're night. Or Wednesday night, sorry. What? With, um, with, yeah, with the jackrabbit, with the rabbit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw it. Okay, Wednesday. all right. And don't give it away. Is, see, I don't want to say anything about it because it's all full of surprises. No, no, hey, George, the second thing is please keep mentioning you finished second place in the poll because those poor holes, <laughs> it's just, it was And I didn't even go by the numbers. You know, I, I know they must have been saying some kind of like, oh, he just chose, he just chose the numbers. No, I didn't. I chose a couple upsets in there. And I, and I always favor states that I have lived in or, uh, or you know, have property. Like, I favored um, Florida and North Carolina a lot, of course. I, I was wrong about North Carolina, <laughs> like everyone else was. Yeah, right. um, but nevertheless, you know, I finished second. I chose Florida and Ohio, and I was right. And I didn't just go by numbers either, so hey, eat it. Yeah, I know. Hey, George, this is funny because you're second place and the Beast Wife. And the Beast Wife. That's right. And Hank, like, dedicated three weeks or a month interviewing all these coaches. And you come in second place, which was not like sports at all. I watched half of one game, the whole thing, and, the, and that was during the March Madness. I never oh watched any God. games leading up to it. I don't know anything about these All games. right, George, hey, take care, man. All right, take it easy. And, of course, Steph came in here and said, just vote for the teams that have a lot of black guys on it. It's like, I wouldn't know who that is. I know, wouldn't know what team that is. I would have to have watched a game at some point to begin to have a clue. Speaking of clue, it's 18 till 2 on 560 QAM. Well, when he was alive back in 1489, he was a little guy who stood four foot five, kind of round and pasty with a couple of chins, and he was in charge of the Vatican, Pope John. Pope John, Pope John, Pope Pius John. You see, the popes and priests would get married back then and spread the money round to their offspring and kin. So the bankers at the Vatican made marriages in, and that posed a problem for his husband and him, Pope John. The scandalous secret he didn't confess was that he was a pregnant girl under that dress. Back then they all dressed in drag that helped keep it hidden, cause if anyone found out he'd lose the gig, Pope John. Pope John, Pope John, Pope Pius John. One windy day his dress blew up in a gust and someone yelled, Hey, that guy has no nuts! And like Marilyn Monroe, his skirt billowed high. And everyone knew it was the end of the line for Pope John. 
Embarrassed and worried, the bank would go broke. The Vatican chimneys belched out holy smoke. From history, spin doctors had this erased. Not long after, they had discreetly replaced Pope John. Pope John. Pope John. Pope Pius John. They buried him or her out of public view in a tomb held together with scotch tape and glue. These few words are written on his tomb. We pray that everybody will forget about you, Pope John. Pope John. Pope John. Pope Pius John. Twelve till two five sixty QAM. You know, I'm thinking about uh, playing another song. It's not too long. It's like three minutes, but it's a real song, song, not a bit. Just because it's brand new, and I want to get it out there before anybody else in this town plays it. Not that I feel a particular kind of rush, because I don't think it's going to. Because it doesn't fit into any kind of a format that any one radio station represents in this town anymore, and that would be good music. It's, it's very pop-sounding, and I'm sure somebody like Y100, this sounds like something that Y100 will eventually play, eventually. And I want to get it out there first, so the people say, hey, you know, George played that song a couple months ago, like I did with a whole bunch of other stuff. I was playing Nelly Furtado before anybody ever heard of her, because she was on that movie soundtrack. And it's, it's very weekend-oriented, so I think I just might, and it'll kill three minutes, almost as if it were game day, because it's just, you know, I hate killing these uh, last hours of the show. You can't get anything going. I don't want to start talking about any of the material that I had written down waiting for next week. You, you follow what I'm saying? Yes. Like, what am I going to do? Get a conversation going? Oh, and then it's time to go. Right. And then I don't want to bring that stuff back up again. Like, I've got the, the finale of uh, George's Possum Adventure. Yeah, now I was wondering I don't, if that's I don't what wanna, the I tinting had to deal with. With the what now? If the tinting had to deal with the, that. The, tint, the tenting, tenting, the tenting did not have anything to do with the possum that is no longer a problem, but I don't want to get away from that. I've also got the secret about the secret. Have you been watching the commercials and the documentaries? Maybe you've seen people walking around with the book and or the DVD that they can't keep in stock, no matter how many of them they order, they order the video source. The secret, you know, the secret, how to get everything you want. No, I haven't heard about that. You haven't? No. Just, to, just to, And I'm not going to go all deep into it right now. But the premise of the secret that you can have anything you want just by deciding and thinking about it, just by deciding that you're going to get it and thinking about it all the time. Now, everybody that heard me say that right now is, is going, you know, doing that BS cough thing. Because all the men right now are saying, well, I think about pie all the time. I think about having sex while I'm having sex. I'm thinking about having sex with somebody else while I'm having sex with this one over here. Uh, and I'm not, you, you, you follow? Like, I yeah. know that, that Chris in there in the other room is thinking about getting laid pretty much continuously. And there's a big difference between how much he's thinking about it and how much he's actually doing it. Probably a very big difference. So I'm going to bust open the secret. And I'll tell you the secret about the secret all next week. So you solved it? Well, we got the, their... Um, the the wife got the DVD or something at the library, which makes me feel really good that we didn't spend any money to see this thing. Because I'm thinking, geez, honey, don't spend any money on this. I'll go steal it if you're really that curious about yet another hokey thing. How those languages more hokey for her? I, I I don't know. 
I don't know, but you know, on on demand, the uh, the the five year old discovered on on demand because she she just took over the on demand living room TV, and watches Ubi and uh, Pinky Pinky Dinky Doo and all this other stuff. She discovered that they have all these language shows for kids. So right now she knows way more Portuguese, Hebrew, and sign language than I'll ever ever know. Because those are the shows that they have over there. She's watching the Hebrew, and I'm like, Hebrew. That's and uh, then everybody got, and people are people listening right now. What's wrong with Hebrew? Nothing, nothing. Just how often do you encounter it? They should have Haitian on there. Maybe then I could have gotten an umbrella and a seat at the breakfast buffet if I had been able to speak. Is it Creole that they speak? Is it Patois? What is it? I, I don't think know. it's Creole. We're gonna have to know. explore the whole Haitian thing a little bit more next week because I didn't know that they were holes. I I, re- I gave them be- all the benefit of the doubt. Strangers, people that you never encounter before, this is the Montana way. They the way that they were with me. What's a Cuban? I don't know, but this is here I am. I'm right here in front. Whatever. You're okay with us until you give us a reason not to be. Well, they gave me lots of reasons. So I think how long is this uh next break? Is it a strong break? 426. 426. Well, I think I'll close the show with that um with that song, but I have to take the break right now. By the way, Love Arcade is the name of the group. A lot of people writing this down. Get your found. The song's called Party. I know that's a little complicated and hard to remember. The group is Love Arcade. If anybody's heard this already, then you must be subscribing to the same magazine tonight. Anyway, have a great weekend. We're out of here. The weekend comes and it's not a to do. I'm cherry picking. But you gotta get up. You gotta get up and call somebody.
When it comes to entertainment, it's Neil Rogers Middays. Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.